I'm hoping this will start a trend where we all do this all the time. Right. Okay. Right. Just send each other sort of mystery yeah. gifts that we yeah, yeah. open just, live. Just, just just thoughtful little keepsakes, you know? Something says I'm thinking about you. I'm a friend and I love you. <laughs> something some says I'm thinking about you. I bought a Red Bull. I bought a Red Bull for two reasons. One, I'm just really tired because it's been a tough day. Right. And uh, two, because... I, Are you tired, Chris? Because <laughs> I have been speculating... <laughs> ah! I'm confused. Why? Because Scott's been up for like 49 hours straight. Don't do that. I've been up for don't like 24 hours right now. <laughs> don't diminish my time. Mine's a mental tired. Okay. Um. Uh, are you, are you insinuating that I didn't have a, a night full of mental anguish last night, Chris? You know uh, what I did last night. Um, that's, that's true. A, yeah. Uh, I have to confess something, and I'm going to do it way out of turn because I should wait until later. But when I tuned in this morning at work, uh, well, when I tuned in this morning, and uh, was seeing your your progress. I uh, I when I saw the part you were getting to the emotional part, I started grabbing screen grabs of you and sending them to Derek. And it's I was like, look, true. look, emotion. <laughs> I saw like four pictures of him of you in various states. Like there's like one like this, yeah, and then there's there, yeah. there's one like like this. There's one where you're look. wiping your eyes. Literally, you're like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking things up. I'm very excited. We are incredibly late this week. Um, and we have two super yeah. exciting things to do. Uh, normally, we just kind of ramble until something funny happens. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest, boys. We have recorded and funny shit happens. Okay? It's true. Lately, I've had to trim so little off the top. It's given me a big ego. Um, but this time is going to be a little different because we Scott sent me a present. And we're recording okay. so late in the week. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'll have to describe it to you. Um, we were recording so late in the week that I've been looking at this fucking thing for like a week and a half. Yeah. And these guys know that I'm the kid at Christmas who's like shaking yeah, every shaking box shit. and trying to like, so this looks very like coffee mug shaped box, right? Like that's, I'm not crazy to think this is probably a mug. Um, I, why don't you I shut cut, the fuck up and open the box, Chris? <laughs> I cut the tape pre- preemptively because, uh, I don't want to struggle on camera. Right. Like right. a weakling Embarrass and show yourself. everybody yeah. my fucking muscles. Mm-hmm. All right. So packing slip, definitely a coffee mug. Let's see what it says. <laughs> oh no, it's packaged really fucking well. Okay. Alright, let's see. Uh it's a coffee mug and it says, Don't talk to me until I've had an entire cup full of gum. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> oh yes! Entire cup full of gum. <laughs> Did Derek know that I was getting this? Oh yeah, yeah I did. I was sending, I sent, I sent, I sent screenshots of what I found on Etsy. He actually like tracked down. He's like, "Is it weird if I ask this chick if she still has the cum cup?" It was like, "You yeah. gotta ask her." <laughs> yeah, this girl who I've uh, been secretly in love with for years uh, posted that cup on her Instagram story, and I like legit hit her up. I was like, "Yo, like I need to get one of those." I didn't specify who it was who it was from though, so she probably thinks I'm just stoked to drink gallons of jizz now. <laughs> hey, hey, where'd you get the cum come from? <laughs> he also hey, was like, he, he he texted me. He's like, just so you know, I'm telling Chris that I'm sending you something too, so he doesn't get suspicious. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I have to do this while we're recording because I'm a bag of shit. <laughs> I want to post that to our well, Twitter later. It. Yeah, you might want to wash that before we put Red Bull in it, though. God knows what was in it before. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Luckily, what I brought a, I brought I specifically brought a wet paper towel up with me because I was like, "What if I want to use it right away?" My wife was like, "Don't. It's fucking gross." And I'm like, "I'm just gonna wipe it." So 
I'm going to wipe it. Anyway, uh, while I'm wiping this mug out so I can pour uh, f- fresh hot coombs into it, um, we have other very exciting news mm-hmm. that we finally do. happened. We do. Uh, I, I would love to say that the internet did it, but you guys didn't. You guys didn't we do did shit. It. We fucking yeah, did it. Pretty yeah. much 100% of the work. Yeah. If you if you already follow us on Twitter at that old weird uh, redheaded stepchild of a handle, the Schmeg nerd, you would notice that we have gotten our fucking Twitter handle, boys. Uh, Chris uh, sucked the other guy's dick for it. That's really what happened behind there. How yeah. do you think I'm filling up this cup of coon right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so, us getting our Twitter handle is on par with the second coming of Christ. It's yeah. pretty big stuff, guys. If you've been watching, uh, we've already uh, just a deluge of mommy memes from Lady D in Resident <laughs> Evil 8, which we're all very excited to talk about today. I was going to say, for yeah. some reason, like getting that name back just inspired us all to finally start oh, yeah. being active on the fucking Twitter after well, yeah, six months. People like, what, what, what the fuck is this schmeg? People are like, who is this? But now, now when they see the shit post and they know. Oh, they know. Yeah. They know what's up. Now they know. Now they, they know, know it's real. They know this coombs are coming. <laughs> no one else would post this many cum jokes. It's gotta be the guys. Yeah. It's gotta be the fellas. So, uh, shout out to, and I'm sorry, I told this guy if he listened that I would uh, do this before we made all the cum and fart jokes because we, I wanted to be an adult. He didn't have to listen right. through it, wade through all the cum and fart jokes. But uh, James. That's a horrible mental picture, wading through cum. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's like, the, it's like it? the trash compactor in the first Star Wars movie, except it's just cum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not even a robot in there to scare you. It's just cum because it's scary. Right. Enough. Uh, I told James I would say thank you. I appreciate it, man. He was very nice about it. Uh, I found I found contact info for the for the site that had the handle. Emailed him. I waited about six weeks because we got caught in a spam filter, and then it was easy enough. He was a fucking gentleman about it. So chef's kiss to you, sir. Yeah. All jokes aside, uh, aside you did show me like a those a shide. You did show me like the conversation you had with him. Real real cool guy. Real class act. Very very much appreciate that. Because. Uh, Personally, if I had a position of just even a tiny little bit of power like that, I would absolutely <laughs> use it to make you do weird shit for me to give up the Twitter <laughs> handle. So thank you, James. We love you, buddy. Appreciate you. I man. mean, and he mean he means cool guy, like actual cool guy, not like when Tom Segura calls somebody a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, no, you know no, no. I mean? This is like a legit yeah, yeah. cool guy. <laughs> He's a cool guy. <laughs> uh boys, I don't I think I think that's it for the for the pre-roll, right? So let's just let's dive in because I'm very excited. Let's do it. Uh Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cynical Nerd. My name is Chris. I am joined today by my my boys for life, my homeboys. Your bullies. Derek, my bullies, my woolly bullies, Derek and Scott. Uh, This is, I'm going to call this episode Thirsty, for the record, because we are going to thirst so hard after Lady Demetra, however you say it, Demetrescu. I I I like the way you said it. Yeah, I feel like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, But I have to hold it for a second. Demetra. I wiggle your neck like that too every yeah. time. Dim- yeah. Speaking of speak, speaking of horrible French accents, you kind of sound like Pepe the King Prawn. Oh, true, I do. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, Derek, uh, red, red Solo Cup. <laughs> Derek, how are you doing today? Uh, good. It's Alka Seltzer in here. You know, just for my uh, for my just shitty bad stomach. Um, I'm doing good. I'm gonna keep. Um, not that we don't have a lot of really, really great stuff to cover today. Uh, this is actually a lot of news happened this week. Um, I'm going to keep all my responses. I'm going to try to keep them all under one minute simply because <laughs> I just want to get to Resident Evil 8. I have a lot to say about it. I had a lot of fucking fun with it. Uh, and I can't wait to hear you talk I about it. I just can't wait to get to it. So mm. I'm ready to do mm. it. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. 
Scott, how are you doing on this this lovely day? Uh, I'm. I mean, I, I've been up for about 24 hours now. That's not lovely. No, uh, no, I, I actually feel surprisingly good. Like it's it's almost like back in the day when I used to take Adderall. It, but the, but but I'm I'm just high on life, boys. It's just, great. Just running clean, clean yeah. energy. And I, yeah. I like to say that I think I think this is going very well so far. You know, <laughs> about as smooth yeah. as an Elon Musk. Uh, Prologue, right? Yeah, fuck you, buddy. Sorry, monologue. Musk. Yo, can, can we talk about how he bombed so hard on SNL that Doge dropped 25 cents over the course of an hour? What a fucking horrific, horrific SNL that was. I, I literally, yeah, like, it jumped to 70, and in the time, I'm, I had my phone in front of me, jumped to 70 cents, and in the time I turned around and went, looked right at Ron and said, it's at 70 cents, and went right back, it was at 48 cents. So it was like, holy shit, what the yeah, fuck yeah. happened? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I used to think Elon good. Musk was like the cool billionaire, but now I realize he's just a big old butt munch. <laughs> <laughs> he is how the kids say a bag of dicks. I think that's what kids say, right? Say that. Probably yeah. one of the things they say, I would imagine. Does does a one hundred percent spot on Wario though, right? <laughs> oh, that, that picture was actually pretty funny. I didn't watch the skit. It wasn't uh, good. The, SNL hasn't no? been funny for like fifteen years, yeah, but it's they're trying. Bad. Yeah. We're trying. Hang on, though. I mean, the, 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 good idea. The, the mayor of Easttown bit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you murdered my dirter. You posted the skit. Murder dirter. <laughs> but but we have we have to be honest here. Beck Bennett did all the heavy lifting on that with the fucking mustache. <laughs> Beck Bennett's fake mustache did all the heavy lifting on that bit. <laughs> yeah, but how did the fucking SNL cast members do the Delco accent better than the fucking cast on Mayor of Easttown? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think it's probably because they've been to Philadelphia before. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin's just like, why do I have to be here? Like, why am I here? What's a hoagie? I'm going to take you to Riddle. <laughs> you want something from Coco's? Like, all right, we get it. Yeah. We, we get it. You're an actor. A, th- right, a boys, thespian, if you will. I'm going to start crushing through these weekend reviews. So, you know. so we can get crushed by Titanic. So we can get crushed by Mommy Dumpire. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the Muppets, but I fucking love them. And I unironically was super excited about this piece of news. Uh, there's a new Muppets Halloween special. Every time Disney there's House. Muppets news, you start off with, I don't know how you guys feel about the Muppets, but I really like it. Yeah. Is there anybody out there who fucking hates the Muppets? Like, is there anybody out there who fucking hates the Muppets? Do you think? Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Please continue. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. I, I've seen people who prefer the Sesame Street. Which are also called Muppets, by the way. I didn't know that. Mm. Apparently, real, anything created by Jim Henson. Crips Blood's rivalry there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad blood. My son seems to like Sesame Street, so that means I'm going to have to kill him. Would that, would that make Fraggle Rock <laughs> the Latin Kings? <laughs> yeah, yes, it would. Oh man, I fucking love Fraggle Rock. Yeah, same man. Uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion Halloween Special coming to Disney Plus this fall. Look. So they come to Disney Plus and be free. They're not going to charge extra for it like they are for every other new fucking release. And I'm I'm super excited. The Gonzo and Pepe the King Prawn Scott just mentioned uh, are in this announcement trailer. I just I always found them hilarious. Like Gonzo's a weird fucking obsession with chickens. I don't like you I know mean, he fucks them right. Yeah, he's fucking that chicken. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be that chicken seen more abuse than a chicken in Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Right? <laughs> like it's it's real bad back there. He's fucked and killed more chickens than I've just killed chickens in Resident Evil 8. Far more. Do you think he's the John Wayne Gacy of chickens? Is it safe to say? (laughs) I I would say at least the John Wayne Gacy of chickens. 
But maybe more of a Dahmer because he's fucking them and eating them, probably. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. There's like a yeah. Aspect Which raises the question, what kind of serial killer would, would Fozzie Bear be? Moving on, right? <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> anyway. Put solution in the basket. Waka waka. <laughs> That's what I imagine. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I don't know why that was Pee Wee Herman. I don't know why it was Pee Wee Herman. It works, though. It really Because Pee Wee Herman's also a serial killer. Fun fact. It's, it's also easy to picture Pee Wee Herman tucking his penis between his legs. He's a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that that, I mean, serial cummer might, well, I know we can't put cum in the title. <laughs> we've, that's a, that's we've a, that's a cum tender. This. There's been enough Serious cum, cum tender right there. <laughs> oh, no. Pretty good. Pretty All good. right, boys. Uh, I mean, yeah, look, that's fine, right? It's fine news. It's totally, it's acceptable news. There's nothing to be angry about. I think it's fun. There's no concrete date. It literally just says fall. So that's it. Uh, you want to move on? Cool. Let's, Let's move it. on. Black Panther and the Mar- uh, yeah, Captain Marvel sequels have official titles. This is so uneventful that I'm just going to read them, and you mm-hmm. can tell me if you give a shit. Uh, Black Panther 2 is not going to be called Black Panther 2 Electric Boogaloo, as if it was what I think every sequel should be cut, uh, titled. Yeah. Uh, it's instead going to be titled Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. Sure. The phrase was fine in the movie, but it's kind of cringy as a title to me. I don't well, know. Whatever. Well, aren't, aren't almost all of the Marvel titles pretty cringy? You know, we're getting, yeah. getting yeah, fucking. To me, this is like on par with like. Quantumania. Like BVS. Mania, yeah. It yeah. doesn't get yeah. much worse than Quantumania. Yeah, true. really. Yeah. Well, BBS Dawn of Justice was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love me some Paul Rudd. When it comes time to talk that shit on Quantumania, I'm going to have to bite my tongue until it bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> we, have to, we have to go real post-hardcore emo on you guys, boys. <laughs> Some real, uh, it dies today kind of bullshit, you know? Uh, consequently, the Captain Marvel sequel is just going to be called The Marvels. And that's because we know that the... Well, yeah. That's because we know that Miss Marvel from the TV show that's coming out to Disney Plus uh, is going to be featured in the sequel. And also, Monica Rambeau from WandaVision, who I thought was a pretty intriguing new character, yeah. uh, is also going to be a part of it. So. I don't know that that one's actually slightly more exciting to me. Like I didn't give a single shit about the first film, but like knowing that this uh, Kamala Khan's coming, who's like a, literally a giant fangirl of Captain Marvel. Um, so we get to see that kind of like, you know, the intro to the Avengers game that was actually decent until you realize what the game was mm-hmm. uh, that, that kind of thing. Kamala was uh, an, then, awesome, an awesome uh, character in that, but yeah. yeah. Um, and we're going to get a whole season of TV to flesh her character out before she's in this <clears> film. So you know, Mon- both both of the supporting characters have more character development than Captain Marvel herself at that point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. sick. Uh, I'm all for that. I, I was Derek, thinking about that, that before we move too far away from Captain Marvel. Like, what, 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 like, what is her superpower other than that a plane blew up near her? Is that it? Is that like no? She can like control. I don't know some kind of energy shit. That's what I mean, though. Stuff. But that's like the extent. Does of, she like, harness uh, the power of the sun? Or... Isn't she no, just she like? Doesn't. Isn't she just like shitty Superman, basically? Basically, and there's like some um, weird like yeah. power level discrepancy there, where like she literally destroyed an entire fleet of ships at the end of Endgame, but then yeah. just kind of gets like backhanded by uh by Thanos. It was like, and it just makes me think like, what 
What's no, but you see, he, he had to take his Infinity Stone out and hold it to harness <laughs> the power so he could, yeah. Uh, Did you Derek, push your <laughs> glasses up on your nose before you said that? Yeah, that Derek, Derek, yeah. Derek, how do you feel about Brie Larson? Uh, I I got to be honest with you. I don't hate Brie Larson as much as everyone Damn it. does. Right. I, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know that that's like <laughs> Scott was fishing me at this point. Yeah. the line out. He's like, trying to play my favorite game, bro. Well, she's got plenty of forehead for you to come on. So no worries. It's like a whole runway. All right, cool. And with that, Wakanda Forever is slated to come out July 8th. I just want to clarify. She, she is yeah, she's July eighth, twenty twenty two. The Marvels is set for November eleventh, twenty twenty two. Both next year, so we got a little ways to wait. Uh, a year and some change, if you will. That's oh actually how the, the phrase goes. Uh, there. <laughs> okay. I'm happy to be back. Okay. Invincibles two confirmed. So here's why I didn't put a, a link to this article. Uh, I didn't do it one because this it's literally just a name. That's all we know. And also because I wanted to do this. Invincible season two confirmed the villain will be uh, Angstrom Levy. I, I don't want to know anything else. Yeah, um, normally, I spoil the fuck out of everything for myself ahead of time because I either uh, like tangentially know about the property a little bit. So I know what's going on or I'm like, oh, what's this? Let me look it up. And I had so much. I got so much enjoyment out of not knowing what was going on in the first season or what was going to happen. Uh, I can't. I can't wait to know as little as fucking possible. Yeah, I'm, show comes out. I don't even know if this is a VA or if this is the name of a character that's going to be the main villain. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea. Character. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've spoiled too much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't know. Next piece of news that they were they were making an animated Super Mario movie. Did you guys know that? I did not. No? Nope. Mm-mm. Sounds okay, like it's a, coming. Sounds yeah. like an idea. <laughs> it sure does. Um, it's coming out in 2022 from Illumination, uh, which is a decent animation studio. They don't, you know, they're not top tier. They're not God tier Pixar where even their worst shit is still pretty good. Um, but they, you know, they do okay shit. Uh, unfortunately, they are also the creators of, uh, the Hellspawn property Minions, uh, which unfortunately should be like rocket shipped towards the sun. Yeah. But, you know. You can always and tell and everybody shitty kids. one of the minion hats too. They get on the rock. Yeah, oh, one of those fo- with the fucking the little thing on top yeah. and the fucking strings. Whether oh god, you can always tell who has a shitty kid because they're the kid at the fucking claw machine at Dave and Buster's trying to grab the minion. All the other kids are having fun playing House of the Dead and fucking riding the VR bullshit. But that one big foreheaded son of a bitch is just trying to get that minion so he can walk around the house and show it to his parents and make those stupid fucking minion noises. Bet you wore a condom, huh? Or I bet you wish you wore a condom. I'm sorry. Uh, before I'm sorry. we before we get too far away from House of the Dead, there is a game on Steam called <laughs> Keyboard of the Dead, where instead oh. of shooting enemies, you have to type words to. This is this. What is it called? Typing of the Dead. Typing of the Dead. When we're done here, oh, Google oh, it. No. It's multiplayer. We should absolutely no. It looks fucking ridiculous. We should absolutely do a video of it. It, yeah, it's it's the stupidest looking thing in the world. Anyway. It, uh, it came out on Dreamcast back in the day, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, shit, something boys. like that. Yeah. 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 Word. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I had no idea they were making Super... I assume the Super Mario movie is going to be extremely faithful. Like, unlike all the yeah. other weird ventures, this is probably going to be an animated one that's more or less a basic-ass story about saving Princess Peach, you know? Like... Yeah, that's fine. It's probably gonna play it safe. I honestly like out of all these major though? developers like Nintendo. I have the like most faith in. I mean, I know we're talking about not a video game. We're talking about 
a movie, but I think that they stay true to sort of like the, the soul of their, their games and themselves lately more so than almost any other developer has over the past 30 years. So I think it could be cool. One yeah. thing that's concerning though is that Nintendo's big on the silent protagonists, like Mario, Link. So yeah. it, 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 it begs how do you the do question, it in a like, movie? Yeah. How, yeah, how do you do it in a movie where you're like Sonic's whole thing is he has attitude and never shuts the fuck up, yeah. a la Ben Schwartz, perfect casting. Uh, but who do you cast to play Mario if all he does is make those wahoo, yahoo? Oh, you, you, know, like, you, one hundred percent. We just figured that yeah, out. I mean, you answered your own yeah, question. That that's was, that's that it. Was we perfect. nailed it. <laughs> yahoo. <laughs> Yeah, all right. you have a really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> you have an entire voice acting career ahead of you that just started. I'm like, very proud of I'm you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, the places you'll come. <laughs> so the whole point of the article was that there's going to be more of these films. Look, let's just take it one at a time, okay? Super Mario could be an absolute stinker. We have no idea. Uh, Nintendo's always been very guarded about making their properties into films for very good reason. Yeah. Because the first time they made a Super Mario Brothers movie. It wasn't really was, a Super know, Mario Brothers That movie, movie was so all. bad, but dude, how do you, I, I love it still. I don't even care. It's, it's amazing. So oh my God. It's, it's so, so dumb. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so how could terrible. you not love it? But, but you have Dennis Hopper's King Koopa. How, you couldn't have casted that more perfectly, but also completely wrong at the same time. It doesn't make yeah. any goddamn sense. Yeah, it's like a cocaine-fueled fever dream. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's it really incredible. Is. It's awesome. It really yeah. is. What's this alternate reality where dinosaurs evolved? It's some kind of weird, like, cyberpunk-type yeah. cityscape. But also, instead uh, of having mushrooms, there's this giant fungus everywhere. It looks fucking like a giant and ball then you, of snot. <laughs> and disgusting. then you try to make Peach act against a giant wad of Let's be honest, they're boogers. It's just boogers and cum. <laughs> that's all. That's Nothing all but boogers and cum with. all the way down. <laughs> boogers and cum all the way down. <laughs> that's an ancient proverb, uh, isn't it, Derek? What's that? That's an ancient proverb, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, when you said boogers and cum, like my, my brain heard the berries and cream commercial from... Berries and cream, you know berries and cream... <laughs> Boogers and cream, boogers and oh, coom! I fucked up already. Oh, well, I'll let your imagination run wild. Um, all right, guys, I gotta talk about some... something real, real serious for a minute. All right, okay. No, go ahead, Scott. What are you gonna say? No, I was saying no. If you let your imagination run wild in that field of coom, you need some fucking uh, some waiters, you know, some big old boots, big old squishy boots. First. Boogers and cum, boogers and cum. I'm a little lad who loves boogers and cum. I hope your wife is downstairs traumatized and like, what the fuck is he <laughs> doing? What are you talking about up there? <laughs> I know she can. Yeah, she's she's, it all started she's, when he got the She's going to see you come mug. down with that mug too. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, God. I was contemplating sending her the picture and I was like, no, nah, I got to explain this one person before I send it. <laughs> I don't know if I can get away with that. Um, okay, I, this is actually kind of a weird topic, only because I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Like, how... Okay, so, the news article, before I get ahead of myself, there's some kind of Captain America story arc going on in Marvel Comics where there is, like, all these different variants of Captain America. And, you know, so we get literally um, Steve Rogers, Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, and John Walker are all in there, but they're introducing new shield bearer, uh, bearers that have been sp- inspired by the, the adventure himself. They got a bunch of famous artists and I don't, I don't know what they're doing because they announced that there was going to be a captain America, uh, who is from the Kickapoo tribe. 
He's a Native American named Joe Gomez. So, okay, on paper, you're like, well, that sounds kind of off color. And then you see the picture of him, which is literally a guy in very Native American inspired garb uh, with tassels and the fur on the shoulder pads and the headband wearing the stars and stripes. And it feels so fucking tone deaf Mm -hmm. and just gross that in like 2021, I can't fathom how somebody said that this was a cool idea. Yeah, didn't wasn't he, wasn't one of the biggest arcs of Falcon Winter Soldier about uh like the the complications of being an African American man wearing the stars and stripes knowing everything this country's done to people of color? Yeah. Right. Wasn't that literally like the, the that was the that was the emotional tentpole of that entire series. That was the only part that resonated whatsoever in those six episodes. And right. then and this seems to be the polar I know I know it was made in conjunction with uh Native American artists and the characters written uh like with it's still it still just seems like you couldn't just give him a regular fucking suit. It's you know it's weird. He's going to Burning Man. What's 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 yeah. It's like I I I don't know. I I'm not even the person who like generally finds stuff to like get offended about stuff like this. Like I feel like a lot of it is blown out of the water. But even this to me, I'm like I don't know how you couldn't like be of Native American descent and not be offended by this a little bit. Like you're literally taking a native American guy and you're dressing him in the garb of like the country who stole his ancestors land and like parading him around. Like it's, it's weird. I agree. Like, it's definitely, like I said, like I'm usually not one to see it. Like a lot of this kind of stuff I think is overblown. Nah, this is fucking weird, man. Like this is, this is too much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt so, I I thought it was a joke article. Like when I saw it, I was like, what? This is real life. This is like, oh Jesus! I I can't I can't. It's hard to fathom. We're just gonna say the same shit in perpetuity on this because it looks just disgusting. Yeah, it's so not good. I don't have anything else to say besides Marvel. I don't know what the yeah. fuck you're thinking or how tone deaf you are on this one, but um, yeah. I also kind of can't you. wait for the fallout from it though. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of topics here on Cynical Nerd whenever that finally yeah. releases. So. They're they're like I I can't express the pride I feel being a part of the team that get the what oh my god it's so bad yeah all right I'm done even if he was a oh fuck I I'm not done even if he was Native American and he was in like a normal cap outfit that would be better yeah but you yeah. made the outfit like traditional Native American garb it feels disgusting it feels like someone took a Native American a proud Cherokee uh sorry Kickapoo tribe uh man and you put him through. Like the July Fourth factory, yeah. and he came out the other side it, painted. It reminds graffiti. me of like when you see the mummers appropriating different bits and pieces of other cultures yeah. for, for their stupid, stupid New Year's parade where they just get drunk and say racist shit every year. Yeah, and it, their this breath is, is really bad. They're scary, those guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ninety percent of them are in blackface. Ninety percent of the time, not even That's, just in the parade. They they just they just walk around like that in South Philly. Scary fellas. Um, I I just don't get it, man. It, there, I mean, why? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And speaking of why, uh, the next article is just for Derek. Great. Kevin Smith. Oh, this is the one thing I added that was new. You might not have seen it. Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe series. Now, I, I knew he was doing a Say Masters that out loud of the again universe. with a straight face. You Kevin fucking, S- I dare you. Van Dam. Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe series. It's called Masters of the Universe. Revelation is an animated series coming to Netflix, uh, reviving the 1980s 
animated show. Look, um, wasn't He Man so- before He Man and Master of the Universe? Yeah, that's that's who the star is, Mr. He Man, Mr. He Man himself. Is the show actually called Kevin Smith and the Masters of the Universe? <laughs> no, it's just called. It's just no, okay. no, no. Because I would fucking, I would, I would pull my pants down and shit live on podcast if that was what it was. I would film it. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. Uh, like literally, I'd pull my phone out to record it just in case you tried to delete the video on me later and shake it out. I would, I would totally do it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, I don't have any love for for Masters of the Universe. I was too old. It was an '80s show. And I was born in 87. By the time I was old enough to appreciate cartoons, this shit was the stuff that my older cousins talked about. Um, it, I missed it. You oh, you were I mean? too like, young. I okay. I was like, you were too old. Yeah. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, what year were you born in? <laughs> oh, did I say that? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to fuck that up verbos. My bad. Right. I was too young. Uh, I missed it. That shit was lost on me. Uh, to me, that was literally like the generation before me cartoon, and I didn't have any attachment to it. But I know lots of people who love that really goofy shit, like, man. Um, here's the thing. The same studio that's doing Castlevania, which is what we're talking about tonight, is the animation studio doing this show, and the stills, for all intents and purposes, look pretty good. Look the animation excellent. looks good. Yeah. The, the character models look pretty fucking dope. Um, Skeletor? <laughs> person's name? I don't know why that makes me laugh. I've watched way weirder shit on a daily basis for the podcast, but Skeletor looks kind of cool. Uh, they got a great voice cast too, which is another you know sign of of an awesome thing. I mean, they got good writers for the show. Um, the voice cast includes Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, uh, Lena Headley, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Diedrich Bader, Phil Lamar, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, wow, there's a lot of there's Alicia a lot of Silverstone. Good, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd consider her a good voice actor, but she's in it, so I know who she. I'm is. I'm just glad okay. she's still alive. We can call it the search party. Where the fuck has she been <laughs> for the last twenty years? Uh, after she got shamed for being. Uh, for having trouble getting into her Batgirl costume in that uh, terrible movie. Wait, is that really what happened? Hit away from the world. She has talked about it subsequently, and like she said that the yeah, production fuck you, Joel Schumacher was super shitty to her about wait uh, needing to lose more weight. Oh, about she, like literally physically being incapable of was, getting into it. Yep. Oh wow. She was always Ugh. so. I I I honestly really enjoyed her in everything but that movie. Yeah. She was so stiff in that movie. Well, I mean, that it movie was, was just awful. <laughs> so bad. Alicia Silverstone in that Batman movie as Batgirl was how I think of uh, Natalie Portman in Attack of the Clones. Right. Fair. Uh, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually proud of that one because I think Natalie Portman is a fantastic actress. I've seen her at, like Black Swan. She's a fucking amazing actress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's and, fantastic. And she is like a piece. She's like a rake that they put a face on. In Attack of the Clint, she's nothing. Yeah. She's so wooden. Well, it's you just, fucking you just imagine like George off camera, like, "All right, go." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? You got to do it again. It was go too now. good. <laughs> do you do you talking? Yeah, Anakin, we can't. Oh Jesus. Anyway, uh, so I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, Kevin Smith is the showrunner. Obviously, he's got a lot of love for this this uh, this franchise. I mean, this is kind of right in his wheelhouse. He yeah. was that age. And the animation studio is great. The voice cast looks good. So I, I don't know, Derek. Did you did you ever get into He Man? Do you give um, a shit at all? I uh, I lived with my grandparents when I was a kid, and so all they had was like old VHS uh, VHSs of like the older cartoons. So I actually was exposed to some of the stuff that was a little bit before my time. Um, like I watched what was it called? Like the Amazing Spider Man, like the one from the '60s or whatever it was. Um, oh yeah, there was like a couple here and there that I. Uh, but He Man was one of them. So I never like 
fell in love with He-Man. Uh, but I always thought it was cool. Um, I didn't like retain any of that throughout my life. Um, but like again, but I didn't even know you put this in the doc. I just actually happened to see an article today on this with some oh, of nice. the stills. And I was like, well, I had no idea Kevin Smith was attached to it, but I was like, this looks really fucking well animated. Um, I didn't know yeah. anything about any of the voice actors until you just listed them off and it sounds incredible. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it and I think it sounds great. I'm going to try it out. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to give a shit about the characters, but I mean, Hey, it, I thought the same thing about Castlevania and spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, that show's pretty, pretty good. So at least it's I really, think so. It's really good. Um, God, how do you feel about He-Man? Do you? Uh, I don't give a shit about He-Man. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> thankful for the Skeletor memes that's brought us over the years. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's all I have to and say. And he pride. My favorite is when he funny. walks through the teleport mirror and then puts his arm back through and breaks it, <laughs> so that <laughs> yes, they can't follow him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, that's definitely how physics works. Okay. Yeah. Bro. Well, I mean, he has a, a mirror that teleports him. So. <laughs> 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 all right fair play fair play yeah kind of got me on i'm there. pretty sure he-man like flies to the air on a green tiger too so <laughs> i'm pretty sure uh, his sword the... gives him bigger muscles so <laughs> i'm pretty sure yeah. the uh the that actually is how that works though tiger's called battle cat actually which makes it man they really better. just didn't like you know like with the naming <laughs> no, shit they yeah. Yeah. Battle man, cat. Battle man. Cat. i'm actually looking because they have the the action figure series so it's he-man skeletor battle cat uh moss man it's the guy that looks like he's you know covered in moss mm. uh and then there's skele god because he also has a skeleton face but he's like a little cooler than right Skeletor. right of course so can well, we just refer debatable. to uh he-man as <laughs> uh cum cutter moving forward i feel like that's really yeah, yeah. he's got some cum cutters <laughs> i thought they're called good. cum gutters like oh, they oh, gutter, gutter? Oh. I, I thought it was like cum gutters yeah like like they you know like Oh, we got to direct look, the we flow look into this. I've been saying yeah. gutters this whole time. I hope you're wrong. I think I think it's gutters. <laughs> I think it is gutters. I'm, oh, I'm pretty darn. sure it's gutters. Two, two to one, two to one. Um, all right, boys. That is most of the news articles. Uh, we have one more thing we have to talk about. And I think we have to. I, I think it's time, boys. You ready? Oh, I, yeah, I think so. I think it's time. Hey boys! Oh, I get the I get this one like Superman lock right here. Okay, I'll yeah. take it. Uh, hey ye, hey ye! It's time. Diddlecourt is in session. Now approaching the bench, the honorable session. The honorable Senator Haver. Yes, of the time, Big Dick. Justice Haver in this courtroom. My wig's the coolest. I just want to say 100%. <laughs> the wig I was going to yeah. buy, by the way, I rushed. I bought this wig because I didn't want to wait a week for my wig to get here. We haven't used these things for a fucking month. I could have got my wig. My wig was like Derek's, but like out to, I looked like Gene's fucking D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. It was insane. Oh, that's amazing. It would have been incredible. Uh, boys, we, uh, again, I'm sorry. This has been a very visual episode. If you are uh, listening, we have all purchased old <laughs> judge wigs is that why you have like the fucking the grandpa robots <laughs> is that, that no but that actually works it now works. <laughs> it works so i don't even think of that that's like yeah totally uh like sorry i'm trying to do a county english accent throughout this right entire right bit. Right, yes. right several weeks i can't do the whole thing 
Uh, several weeks ago, we all after no, like no, the third no, or fourth, no, 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 no. Try right. again. All right, Christopher. Christopher. All right. Several weeks ago, the king's tongue will be right. <laughs> a fortnight ago, when we when we first in discussed, days past, it was right about <laughs> the fourth <laughs> session of the dinner court. We decided to buy wigs. We we thought we should Something take apart chimney sweep. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Yeah, you sound like a guy that's selling opium, like around when like Jack the Ripper was around. <laughs> Oi, come Silence. on in, mate. <laughs> Silence in Diddler Court. We uh, will I'm have gonna... order in the court of Diddlers. Oh, I will have order at once. What brings the Diddler Court to in session today, good sir? Would Would you like to go? James Franco uh, stands accused of being a Diddler. I seen him do it. <laughs> You sound like a Sweeney Todd whore now. You sound like a Jack the Ripper victim. Yeah, I saw him, James Franco. We touched the one broad. We all saw him. It was in broad daylight. Oh no! <laughs> he was Listen, taking a women. He was taking a women's studies course. He was, <laughs> but just to get some pussy. I hate James Franco. Listeners, we can't, none of us can do English accent. Look, I, I know we have like at least one <laughs> listener from the UK. We're sorry. We're like so, genuinely, so, so we're really sorry. sorry. I just want to say that. Oh my God. <laughs> A slight pause to gather response. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <even. laughs> it hurts so bad that my back hurts. Headphones off. Oh, oh, I have to say to this. What, what, hang on, now, I have yeah? to say this while I can't hear you react. <laughs> otherwise, I can't get it out. Uh, when Scott said, "I saw him do it," that's why I fucking lost it. I you my dick. All right, I think. <laughs> Alright, so James Franco has been accused of, oh, I mean, many times in the past, right? For He, he was yeah. uh, contacting underage girls on, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I guess now uh, his, his good friend, Seth Rogen, said he's no longer going to work with him professionally. And that these, uh, these accusations, well, not accusations, these uh, solicitations have affected their personal relationship as well. Uh, yeah, Seth kind of. I mean, there's no way he didn't know, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's I, 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 yeah. I, I don't blame him just as much, but he's still a piece of shit. People have been yelling at uh, Seth, calling him an enabler. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, obviously, but the the weird thing about Franco, and honestly, it 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 uh, is true more often than it's than it's not. I feel like is that Franco is objectively a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Um. And he has dated some very attractive women, and yet he's still doing the shit. He's, you know, according to the article, he there's a couple fans that came up to him. They were 17. Um, he, uh, you know, added them or something, and then DM them later and said, "Meet me at a hotel room." Uh, and apparently, he did this more than once, even after he was accused of doing creepy shit. The first time, he just proceeded to do it again. And look, yeah. if you can't tell that she's over 18. <laughs> Then just walk away from her, okay? Yeah. 
Like, I don't Two get forms that. of RD. I also think that it just comes down to, like, honestly, like, even, like, like you know, I have friends or I'll hear people at work or something who are my age, like early mid-30s, talking about, like, oh, well, at least she's 18. Still disgusting. If you're going to fuck an 18-year-old when you're, like, 35 years old, all you're saying is, I don't mind fucking children as long as I can't go to jail for it. It's fucking weird. Like, I, I, I either way, like borderline it, it, it's just disgusting fucking behavior to me like date someone your yeah. own age fuck someone your own age like it's not that hard I, I i just i don't know i think either way it's disgusting yeah i mean i really don't have a yes i agree with what in fact i'm not even going to add anything else to it because it's exactly that was perfect uh he's 43 right now just yeah. to give you an idea of the kind of age gap there and that's yeah. you know Pretty grody. James Franco, we find you guilty of diddling guilty. in the second degree. Furthermore, attempted Mr. diddling Seth was Rogan. <laughs> a double diddling was. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Seth Rogan's found guilty of enabling and making the same three movies for twenty years. Accessory to diddling. <laughs> yeah. Although no sentencing that this court could ordain would damage your career any more than you already have, Seth. So, uh, right. Good so luck to go you. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Gentlemen, I now convene this de la court. Good day. Court is a gent. Now I gotta take this thing off before yeah, my head sweats really to hot. death. Oh, by the way, if you saw me take my headset off for a second at first, it's because Ron said, Is Chris supposed to be Elsa? <laughs> uh the answer is yes ron yeah yeah it was i actually bought the elsa wig and thought i can pass this off it'll work um all right so fuck james franco all right we have four uh trailers to, well okay three and a quarter because this first one's just a teaser and honestly there's not much to it but we have four trailers to talk about and then we're gonna take our pp break yeah uh and then we're gonna get into the mm -hmm. meat the meat and potatoes oh, boys shit. i want all that meat uh so first up Stranger Things season four, it's coming out. We still don't know when. Yeah. Am I looking forward to it? Sure. I, I mean, as much as the the seasons continue to just do kind of the same thing over and over, it was still an alright show. I didn't hate it. So uh, this there's a teaser trailer that came out on Netflix. It tells us nothing. Um, yeah, what a pointless fucking trailer, right? Yeah. Way to waste forty five seconds of my life. Yeah, it, it's like, hey, remember the kids that have powers? Here's some of them training, and then. Yeah. There's a shot of L. It just it makes no sense. How is it? What is this teasing? Yeah, because it's shit that already happened. So like it doesn't really tell us much. The only thing yeah. I can think is that th there's been a lot of fan theories that Doctor Brenner is not dead. Um, and I've heard that too. Yeah, and sh showing him just kind of like showcasing him in the teaser was a way of sort of like getting him back in everyone's mind <clears throat> to show that he's probably going to show up in season four. I had forgotten, um, looking at someone who anal analyzed this teaser, uh, I had forgotten that the place we left off at the end of season three with Eleven was that she no longer has her powers. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot that, too, actually. We don't know yeah. if permanently or improv. I'm sure not permanently, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That fucking happened. And, uh, what's his name? Hopper's probably in Russia. Probably yeah. took the, the portal before the explosion <laughs> and got thrown over to Russia some, some, somehow. Um, Boy, so, what an whatever. emotional finale! Holy shit! Oh my god! Hey, look, they're uh, yeah, it actually was very sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're leaving 
Hawkins this time, obviously. And uh, look, if they can, if they can freshen that show up a bit and do something actually different, as opposed to the same town drama over and over, it, it could it could really reinvigorate it for me. I I didn't hate season three; it felt a little rote to me. That's going to be my word of the night. Yeah. Um, but I didn't dislike it. It was still the same kind of like it, the it, the charm starts to wear. You know, you're like, okay, I fucking get it. We're in the '80s, right? Like, yes. <laughs> I, but it was still fine. Yeah. You know? No, I liked Any it too. On, I, I, I yeah. just think it, it it's kind of like, it's got to end soon. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully this next one will be the last one. If not, it's got to be season five. I mean, yeah, can't right. keep doing the same fucking thing again and again and again. Yeah. Well, you, the kids grow up. I mean, yeah. they're all way older already, even in appearance than they were during season I, one. You know, there was a picture of, uh, I think Lucas is his name and like, he's, uh, uh, rumored to be like starred in something that dude grew up, dude. <laughs> like he's like taller than yeah. me now. So I mean, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big dude. He's a big Mm-hmm. All right. Um, moving on. There's a new trailer that came out for a quiet place. Part two. How did you guys? We we obviously weren't a podcast when the show came out. Our movie came out. How did you guys like the first movie? Never Derek? saw it. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Really? Okay. Scott. It was fine. It was okay, right? Yeah. That's what I've heard. The, yeah. I didn't get the hype. You know what I mean? Like John Krasinski. Uh, Krasinski. Gotta Krasinski. Didn't he direct it? Say it right. Didn't he direct it? Yeah, he directed it and yeah. starred. So I mean, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I get what they're going for. But again, when it comes to a creature feature. If you're going to do the old, they can't, they can't see you. They can only hear you bullshit. It's been done better. Um, I mean, tremors comes to mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sensing vibration. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The OG tremors with Kevin Bacon was excellent. Masterpiece was absolute, absolute masterpiece of a creature yeah. feature. Don't you even, don't even pretend to laugh at that sentence. Um, I don't, it just, it didn't do it for me, man. The cre- it's all about the creature design and they were just very, mm. And then, just like, CGI, like what do you, you know, there's just these random well, then, CGI. I mean, that's things. that's that's exactly the point. They're, they when, yeah. when, they could have been stylized to high <laughs> heaven, but it wouldn't have made a fucking difference because they didn't feel like they were in the world at all. It just felt very disjointed. Yeah, to uh, I'm gonna spoil something for Derek. It's first one's been out that's for fine. a while, yeah. so yeah. Um, I thought some of the set pieces around sound was kind of interesting. I, I liked it. I mean, I didn't dislike it. It, it was still pretty much in the meh category for me but um emily blunt's pregnant actually in this movie and of course goes into labor while they're being like attacked and literally has to try and give birth like in a tub by herself and not scream yeah and uh that part i thought was kind of cool um she actually like trying to get away like steps on a fucking nail walking up the stairs and you're like and she like has to hold it in there's there's a couple like tense moments uh spoiler alert again john krasinski sacrifices himself uh, to save his family towards the end. So this one looks like it's doing a bit of flashbacks in it. Um, the yeah. trailer, this trailer is okay. I'm just interested in how they try to continue the story, right? Like it, it's, you think about the apocalypse and a family staying together. And obviously Krasinski was like the protector of the family mm-hmm. and stuff. And now it's just the mom and she just had a fucking baby. She's got to tend to. Yeah. And they, they had like a little, they even had like a little soundproof thing that they could put the baby in. Like it was a little, a care, like a, a little manger. Um, and they would put the, the kid in it and had a little bit of room and a little bit of light in it and they could close it off and it was like soundproof um, which I was like well I mean sure what else would you do um, I don't know the trailer looked okay to me I'm gonna watch it 
yeah, oh, yeah, I'm willing to watch anything where John Krasinski dies. So <laughs> I'm into that. I hate that guy. God, I'd love to punch really? him in the face. One hundred percent. He's the same thing as Will Smith. He's a fucking millionaire who posts videos about how like everything's fine. Just send out good energy and it comes back. And it's like, yeah, it's real easy to say that when you own like five hundred acres of land that you can do whatever the fuck you want on. Like, we, you know, we're, some of us are struggling out here, John. All right. Like maybe maybe just uh, step outside of your own zone a little bit. I just can't stand rich people that do shit like that. I mean, does the you zone. must be overjoyed that that whole positive energy thing didn't work out for Will Smith, right? He got fucking dunked yeah, he on got by funny. his own wife. He got fucking, yeah, he got dunked on real bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he uh, cried oh, on J- live television. J.J. Smith also Diddler Court, I, I would say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, oh, yeah, that guy was young. Yeah. I forgot about He was her son's that. friend, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can understand you hating Krasinski for like The Office if you don't like that show. I think he's a pretty decent actor. Uh, and you know what? I, I am the optimistic one. I thought that some good news thing when he was, it was the middle of the pandemic and everyone was fucking miserable. He was trying to be happier. Yeah, but that's like that, know, that whole like Gal Gadot, let's sing a song. Like, f- yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> is, right. is, is the world all better if we all just sing in the foyers of our mansions? Is that just what we got to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, f- fuck you. Life's a happy song. I saw I, I saw her in a commercial the other day. Like, I, I, for some reason, I was watching TV with my family, uh, and I saw uh, Gal Gadot in a commercial. And I thought, oh, this is where she should have been all along—just selling me toothbrushes. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> she has a beautiful smile, but that's it's <laughs> pretty much where it ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, she has a beautiful everything, but that's yeah. I mean. Well, I didn't even believe that she wanted to buy that toothbrush, guys. Butthole? I didn't even believe she wanted to buy. It. I was like, she's not buying that fucking toothbrush. I don't. I don't believe this. <laughs> Terrible actress. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> fucking barbs out with both of you guys today. Oh, sorry. Uh, two trailers left. I don't think that I got your thoughts on this one in the group chat. Uh, there's a trailer for the Venom sequel called Let There Be Carnage, which is just the fucking worst, worst title they could have came out bad. with. Anyway, um, this is actually coming out relatively soon. Comes out in September, September 24th of this year. There is the... Uh, Carnage sequel. Woody Harrelson is playing Carnage. Uh, Cletus Cassidy, the serial killer who gets the symbiote and surprise kills lots of people. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The I, I have to say one thing. The first one, I, I don't really care for. I, it wasn't. I didn't love it. Um, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't really. I'll never watch it again. Uh, I can safely say that. It was. Fi- it felt like the. It felt like a pre-Marvel era superhero movie because it was standalone and it was just kind of a goofy character and you you just had to accept it and let it go and then it was like you just at at that point you could feel like you didn't waste your time watching it and that's about as much praise as i could give it but for me i'm the optimistic one i mean like this to me these movies just for something that's all style and no substance it's severely lacking any kind of style right like Think about like some of the best panels you ever saw as a kid, like, you know, Venom versus the Juggernaut, Venom versus the Punisher. He's always tearing through Eddie Brock's clothing and like underneath on him. And the thing that drove me crazy for this entire movie is that it just comes out through his clothes. Like it's always just there and cloaked, mm-hmm. which is so stupid. Like they, they threw away a chance to have so many iconic frames on yeah. the on the screen. And could have seen Tom Hardy's dick is what you're saying. I get that. 
There's a lot of Rule Thirty Four out there. <laughs> I'm sure. Venom. I'm sure there is. But but it's just. I mean, those tentacles can be put to use. You know what I mean? The motorcycle chase sequence says it all, right? Like it's just so over the top and still not entertaining at all. Like you're you're watching this eighteen car pile up go down. And you're just thinking, when the fuck is this going to be over? So I can watch the next scene that I also can't wait for, for it to be over. You know what I mean? Like. Well, before Scott started shitting on it, I was going to give the trailer one kudo, which is that I laughed at the intro. I thought the symbiote trying to make him breakfast was kind of funny. And then and then the rest of it was just whatever. I don't what care. is this? Ace Ventura? Hey, what are we doing? Is, I, I <laughs> loved Ace Ventura. Keep I did, going. <laughs> I, I, I did, too, but not. No. Is this now? Uh, is this now <clears throat> Disney? Is this like Marvel Studios doing this now? No, this is Sony. Uh, it's why oh, well, they weren't Fox, right? That's Sony. Right. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are, of course, rumors that, uh, they're going to try and do something where they're called, they're just calling this like a different part of the multiverse. Yeah. Because if you, I, I had forgotten this, but at the end of the first Venom movie, Shit. there was, there was a teaser for into the spider verse, the animated movie. And, and before it came on, it actually said like in another universe or something, mm. And everybody was like, oh, okay. So they're setting it up so like if they ever do decide to do it, they're just gonna go, hey, Mr. Fange, could you please um I I don't what it looks about as worthwhile as the first one, which means I'll probably watch it. I it's gonna probably be all right. I kind of bad. I, I never saw the first one, and it, it's for basically all the reasons you guys are saying. Like it's not that it looks like like it never looked terrible to me. It never looks like just a total waste of time. But it's always like anytime I've gone to watch it, there's always something I'd rather watch. Um, but that being said, like there were some things about the trailer that I liked. And I know that people like comic book fans really fucking love Carnage. Um, the only thing that's worrying is I think that they're doing uh, this is probably PG-13, right? And Carnage is supposed to be like really. I actually don't know. I, think I don't know. The first one was PJ 13, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they had been flirting with an R for the first one, and then it ended up going PG 13. Like, I think there was rumors it was going to be an R, and then it ended up not being an R. Yeah. Because I know um, that there are some Carnage comics where he, like, he does some fucking, like, yeah. absolutely. I mean, oh, yeah. He's a serial killer. Shit. Like, he's yeah. a, he's a fuck, like, yeah. So, he's one of the only, like, I'm bad because I want to be bad villains that is, like, acceptable to me because he's actually just a serial just killer. Just a crazy like, person. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. just go kill people. Sure. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah, so I'll watch it and then I'll probably watch this one, too. I mean, it, this trailer certainly caught me more than the trailer for the first one did. Um, I just like like nothing seemed especially good about the first one. And I, I if I remember correctly, I think that even Tom Hardy uh, only signed on to it because like like his son or his nephew or something wanted him to. So he was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll do it for him. So like even he, who was an incredible actor. um kind of didn't yeah. even do it for himself so i'm like he can't possibly be bringing his a game to this you know um i'm the suburban white kid that doesn't really listen to rap but every once in a while i'll get the the urge to turn on like some m&m just super white bread kid uh you know you know how it is down to the bone uh, right. you can't tell where the skin tone ends and the bone starts because it's the same color uh but uh m&m released a track for the first venom movie it was actually pretty cool pretty good oh yeah pretty good pretty good hmm. yeah I was like really confused where you were going with that. <laughs> I, I got I got all kinds of secrets. Okay, I, I, um, I have a theory that Eminem has been bad for twenty years too. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Scott. No, he's de I mean literally like a master wordsmith. Like I'll, a I'll give you I'll give you the Mar Marshall Mathers LP part two. 
But everything before that, like when he sobered up, real bad. And yeah, yeah. And now, real bad. Still real bad. Just, just now. His, his yeah. latest album was actually... People are like, oh, he can rhyme anything. I'm like, yeah, because he's making words up. He's like, spaghetti, gumbabaletti. It's like, that doesn't count. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I, I just I can't stand for any of this. Uh, he's extremely talented. Anyway, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Fuck, I had something. I, I think you were going to say that your, your newfound love for ICP as well? No, 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 I'm not down with the clown. Uh, hey, can we do one uh, episode where we're in, like, clown makeup? No, I won't do that. Okay, what about corpse paint? We'll talk about it. <laughs> what about uh, magnets? How do they work? Um, <laughs> I, we should do an episode like, in corpse paint, but don't. I will butt chug a fago if you wear clown makeup. <laughs> Wait, who are you talking to right now? You. Oh, I'm not wearing clown makeup. <laughs> That's why I said no. I'd do it. I knew you wouldn't. I hate. We used to tease. Uh, the I won't bring it up. He'll get mad. Uh, someone we all know. Who would do artwork for us in high school was a fan of them, and I we teased him so bad several times that he left group chats over it. So I I tend not to bring it up anymore. It was bad. We, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but we, at one point I called him Travi Two Dope. <laughs> you just said you weren't going to bring it up, and then you did it. Yeah, and you did it. Yeah. Well, you like, like, all, all, all entirely self-imposed. We didn't egg you on. We didn't ask yeah, any no, questions. You didn't say anything. <laughs> You're 100% right, and it's because I'm confident he doesn't listen, so I, I love you, baby boy. Um, <laughs> hatchet man. Um, Carnage, to me, is like the epitome of 90s comics villains. Like, where they were drawing Spider-Man uh, you know, comic book covers, and it was all style, no substance. Like, his legs were about you know, three feet too long for the anatomy of his body. Like, they were just these ridiculous like Todd McFarlane Spider-Man covers, and... Yeah. Carnage just screams 90s villain to me. So does Venom. Venom and Carnage are both like, they, well, in my brain, yeah. they just, yeah. I mean, they're, they're products of, of the 80s, right? Like it, was, it was just like late 80s, early 90s. We were just like, we need something more visceral. None of our, like, because if you go back and look at the old Spider-Man villains, they're all so cartoonish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like Venom and Carnage, Carnage especially, is where things started getting really, really dark. Yeah. Um, Maximum and, Carnage is a... Yeah. Is, Fucked up, Max. I, I have I have that boxes. series literally in a box in my bed right now. It's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's dude, it's so good. Um, Separation anxiety, fantastic fucking fucking run. To get that one was six uh, six books long. Dude, it's it's. I played that video game. That's the that fucking of that, yeah. that game was that game was dope too. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the whole thing, man. Like I've I've been a Venom fan for as long as I've been a Deadpool fan, and. It just it hurts my heart to see one franchise being taken care of. What do you? What do you? Sometimes Chris is laughing, and I just don't know what. I just want to know. You know what I mean? I just, no, I it's, just it's, get in there it's, it's nothing that happened here. It's my brain thought of something stupid, and I'm was holding it in because it was irrelevant. And if I tell you, you might chuckle for a second, but really, it's not worth it. So we continue. Okay. I mean, all right. Uh, if, if you want to know. I mean, I feel like now we all need to yeah, know, right? Or, 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 or we can just keep now. the listeners guessing forever, because fuck them, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck them. Uh, you said you were like, oh, that game was dope, and in my brain I was going to go, but was it Shaggy too dope? <laughs> that's it. God that's damn it. it. Okay, just, all right. We okay. started, we started the, pretty solid. Yeah. Right, we yeah. started the ICP joke train and I'm just like riding a bike. You, just, you just like back. abandoned, you just like let go of Dane Cook and now it's just <laughs> fucking ICP yeah. jokes. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll meet you guys at the Dark Carnival. <laughs> oh, God um, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I just snorted. 
I'm just saying, like, as somebody who's who's been like a longtime <laughs> Venom fan, the the first movie hurt my feelings, and seeing that they're taking it in an even more cartoonish direction, with mm. like the whole breakfast scene had me like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Like, I Venom's not Venom's not he's not supposed to be this like this buddy comedy yeah. buddy cop bullshit. He's supposed to be like this fiercely menacing thing that takes over and Eddie loses control. Mm-hmm. Once Venom has control, Eddie has to fight for control back. And we saw part of that in the first one, but then they make it like a comedy there too. He jumps in a fucking lobster tank and he eats raw lobster. Yeah. Like it's just, it's so, it's so poorly written, man. No, and- you're, you're right. Well, that's because they had to get, that's because it exists. And, and I bitched about this like to no end when Venom came out because why does Venom take the form that he does? Like, e- like even like the shape of his fucking eyeballs yeah. down to the shape of his fucking eyeballs. He takes the form because of Spider-Man. Like yeah. he, the only reason Venom exists in the state that we all know him is because of Spider-Man. He was on Spider-Man. He doesn't even want Eddie Brock. He's using Eddie Brock to get back to Peter Parker because he yeah. wants that sweet, juicy fucking power that Peter Parker has mm-hmm. uh, or it does, I guess, as a symbiote. Yeah. And I, I could not stop bitching about how they were making a Venom movie and not talking about Spider-Man. It was like leaving out the most important part of another yeah. character's origin story to me. It was like it was like it was like saying Superman was a dude from Earth who could just fly. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, Krypton's like kind of an important fucking part. Well, I, well yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I could bitch for like fucking hours. It's making me angry, like oh, remembering yeah, yeah. how it's, mad I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, what, what we should have gotten was a Sinister Six movie where the only way Spider-Man's able to best them is by having the black suit on. And Sinister Dicks. God damn it. I, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. But now I realize I should have. Because yeah. I would have beating, beaten you to it. Yeah. Dr. Okay. Octavius here. Listeners, how you doing? <laughs> Just throwing out them smooth, veiny, metallic vibes for you. Um, no, but we should have had we should have had a, a movie. Like we should we should have had a movie where Spider Man had to use the black suit to overcome this crazy amount of like this crazy team up of, of villains. And then at the end of that movie, our post credits is him losing it and it finding Eddie Brock. And then we get a whole movie where it's Spider Man versus Venom. And the fact that Sam Raimi didn't do that, that we didn't get that, I mean, it, it kind of fucked, it fucked the original trilogy, the point where mm-hmm. they scorched the earth, they started over again uh, with Best Baby Boy, Andrew Garfield. Um, well, he didn't, before. that wasn't entirely uh, uh, Sam Raimi's fault, though. He, he didn't even want to have Venom in, in the third one, but the studio right. like made yeah. him do it. So he's like, yeah. all right, I'll tack something on, I guess. But but the the whole Sandman killed Uncle Ben thing that was that was yeah insane. not good not very good. very not, dumb. A, not like, a good what thing. are you what are you retconning this for it happened two movies ago yeah. bro yeah we don't need a reason to hate him other than he has that face what are you doing like <laughs> <laughs> true true that face is hard to look at he just yeah, looks like molasses it's not good mm-hmm. he, he somehow looks like molasses is angry <laughs> or dis- mildly disappointed we'll yeah, go with that yeah um he looks, I was, like, he looks yeah. like a beehive that's sad right. <laughs> Both in form and function, actually. Don't take my um, money, you know, like, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> but he took my daughter. He had, like, such a monotonous delivery. Oh, it was so bad. The CGI for him at the time was pretty good. Yeah. But that's about it. Like, the, yeah. the, the same particle physics were, like, kind of that was kind yeah. of revolutionary at the time. Until it, just, uh, until it just blows away in a giant cloud halfway across the city at, like, Mach 3 for no fucking reason. And none of the people who are standing in that path get their skin sandblasted off. Big yeah. big disappointment. Missed and none of them end up with, like, lung cancer 20 years later. It's totally unrealistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do it again. Do it again, Raimi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it again, please. Yeah, really. Um. Yeah. 
Anyway, what was I bitching about? Oh, right. How Venom <laughs> exists apart from Spider-Man. Because yeah. fuck that concept. It's so stupid. And what I was trying to get at before we got horribly sidetracked, which is, spoiler alert, what do we do here? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of our thing. <laughs> having the reason that it was so cartoony is because they had to get him from Venom to the anti-hero that took years in the comics for him to achieve. All right, now, what, are, what are you doing? Now dig on this. Oh boy, <laughs> the whole movie—the whole movie can suck dicks in hell. I hate it so much. <laughs> uh, they had to get him from. They couldn't do the scary bad guy thing because he was the fucking star. They had to get straight to yeah. antihero. So they had to just make him this the goofball like, well, he eats people, but he didn't mean it. Like, uh, what, what was the Bill Hader thing from the the roast of Diddler Court's own James Franco? He's like, smorgadord! Like, oh, I eat people, I can't help it. By the way, James Franco, you might be a bag of shit, but your roast was still probably the best one that was on Comedy Central. Have not seen. Have not seen. Oh, was they Pete, had a lot of heavy hitters on was that. Was Pete Check. Davidson on that one? Uh, or was he in rehab for that one? I think he was in rehab for that one, because Andy Sandberg was that on that one. That wasn't a serious one, question, and- I was just making fun of Pete Davidson. Oh. <laughs> Andy Samberg's bit on James Franco's roast was one of my favorite things. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It's really, really fucking good. You know who just got out of rehab? John Mulaney for cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know he was doing coke. I mean, he was a real skinny guy, but. I was going to say, after you found out, though, you're like, well, that makes sense. I I knew he was a drinker. He was supposed to be sober for years, though. Yeah. Oh, shit. He actually, when I saw, I saw Pete Davidson and John Mulaney. In Sewell, New Jersey, at a high school auditorium, <laughs> and the whole time they just made fun of the entire town. Um, but when when they were together, he had taken Pete on the road to help sober Pete up. Like, right. John Mulaney was Pete Davidson's sponsor. Like oh wow. Is AA sponsor or oh, NA shit. sponsor at one point. Damn. So yeah, lo- love and thoughts go out to John Mulaney. Not prayers though, because there is no God. Just say, yeah, just say no God. AA or NA. Uh, I'm not both. sure which one. Probably, probably. I mean. Uh, but John Mulaney got out of rehab and his wife handed him divorce papers. So that guy's having a rough, rough Ooh. month. We love you, John. Yeah, We're here nothing for but you. love for John Mulaney. No, no jokes, no ha-ha's at the expense yeah. of John Mulaney. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, you, you yeah. were not only uh, Spider Pig, you were my Spider Pig. So <laughs> I want you to know that. <laughs> I tried to say that seriously. All right, we got one more trailer to get through, and I want to get Peter through Porker, it. Mm-hmm. you son of a bitch, you get that name right. Was Peter, but yeah, he was Spider Pig though. Peter Porker was any okay. Uh, we have one more trailer, and I gotta. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna fucking go around Robin here. I'm just gonna say I, I love this trailer. Uh, it looks like a really cool fucking fantasy movie. It's called The Green Knight. Stars Dev Patel. Uh, it's from director David Lowry. It's in theaters July 30th. It also has the Tomb Raider reboot. Uh, Alicia Vikander mm-hmm. did it, and Joel Edgerton and. This movie is the kind of movie that like you don't see often because they're kind of artsy and it looks like a lot of like really nice shots, but also a lot of expensive shit to make like prosthetics. Yeah. Uh, but I it looks really kind of mysterious and cool and I yeah. like it. And uh, yeah. Scott, how'd you feel about it? It has a cool Del Toro vibe about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little, little Del Toro. Yeah. L- little, like, like a little pinch, you know, um, I'm into it, man. That's all I can really say. It looks cool. It looks interesting. Um. Yeah, from what I've seen, the sh- the shots are incredible. I liked the music I heard in the trailer. Um, it's something I've never heard of before, so I might I I'm kind of on the fence whether I want to look it up and see and kind of read into the lore of it, or if I want to be surprised like we were with Invincible. I I think it's a a new take on the um, King Arthur tale, 
like the Arthur. Like I, I think I read somewhere that he's playing like. Uh, oh, so he's one of the- he's supposed to be Grendel then. Uh, Grundle? Grundle? Is it Grundle? It's not Grundle. No, not, not that's, Beowulf. That's, that's, that's that thing between here. <laughs> not not the Beowulf tale, like an actual, like an Arthurian, like uh, the Knights of the Round Table. Right, oh, okay. Right, right. Lady he's like and all that. Yeah, yeah. he's like Gadwin or something. I don't fucking know. Um, it, so I think it's an original tale. I'm not 100% sure, but the trailer just painted this really interesting, like, what's going on? It looks like a challenge, and then he, like a journey a year later. No. Uh, Derek, how'd you, how'd this hit you? I am unfucking believably psyched for this movie. Um, I saw <laughs> uh, I saw a teaser for this. I don't know, just a couple weeks ago, actually. Veronica and I were watching um, like all the A twenty four because we're A twenty four artisan fartisans in this. I house. mean, ex ex machina came from A twenty four, which is excellent ooh, movie. We just delicious. watched that. Veronica loved it. First time she saw it, she loved it. Um, we, there was like a teaser trailer for this that like just had a bunch of weird imagery, and I was like, oh man, like the just aesthetic of this movie looks so cool, but. It didn't go nearly as in depth as this trailer did. Holy fucking shit, this looks so good. Down the music, the color palettes, the fucking cinematography, the story, the voice acting, yeah. everything about this trailer has me at like absolute full speed ahead fucking hype train. It looks so good. I've been waiting 20 years for a fucking movie, a, a, a fantasy epic that can hold even the, the most minor candle to the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Do I think that this is going to like be better than that? No, but like, I, I just need something that comes close in my lifetime. And I, I, I just want this to be it. It looks so fucking good. I've watched the trailer like five times. It, it really? just looks amazing. Yeah. I am this so a- excited for this movie. I feel like I gain like six months on my lifespan every time Derek is this excited about something. Like it just reinvigorates me, dude. Just like watch it, like the 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 way the shots are framed, the different oh, color gorgeous. palettes yeah. that they use for it's like every single shot was thought out like over over hours and hours. What color should his cloak be to complement the trees that are in the background here? Every single shot looks beautiful. Dude, I cannot fucking wait for this movie. I yeah. am so pumped. Yeah, but also let's be real. There's also a real cute little baby fox that talks toward. I know, and he's 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 very cute. He's a very cutie. But it's not cutie. like it, they don't they didn't like they didn't like cartoon up the animal. He looks like a fox. He just happens yeah. to say people words. He says people words. Adorable. He does. He does. It's very true. But I'm uh, also excited for this. Yeah. it looks pretty. It looks as uh, I like to say sometimes. It looks litty titties. That's all I'll say about it. It's the one. Juicely. Absolute church. Juicely. 10 out of 10 on the scoot scale. Um, All right, boys. We have main topics coming up. What's the consensus? PP break time? What are you doing? PP break. PP break? How about you, Scott? You going? I'm good. I'm good. I'll stay. Oh, shit. He's good. Uh, All right, boys. You know what the drill is. So I I get to finally say this, which is that you you can find us on Twitter at The Cynical Nerd. Ooh. It feels good to say. It does, it it does, does feel, feel good. good. Feels good to hear you say it too. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, we we it I, it wasn't kid. Derek wasn't kidding. It kind of reinvigorated us. We're all stoked to have our our proper handle now. Hey Ron, what's up? How you doing? Nice to see you. Look, you're having a good time back there. Um, it kind of reinvigorated us. We are shit posting all day long, uh, and and literally twenty four seven. As Scott tends to work overnights and therefore is up all hours. Just we're just thinking of content <laughs> to put in your eyeballs, really. Uh, I've put my photoshopping, uh, my <laughs> meager photoshopping skills to use. They are available for the boys at all times. 
Uh, that's getting off topic there. Follow us on Twitter at the cynical nerd. Um, if you have a problem with something we said, if we misstated something, we were wrong. If we were, if, if we, if we were right and you don't like us for it, uh, hashtag fuck TCN, ask us a question to, you know, tell us what's on your mind. If you have a question, uh, for us, it can, it can just straight up be asked hashtag ask TCN. And, uh, you know, you can, it's one way to submit your questions on the podcast. Uh, the, the other way you can do that. It's one of those old school fucking email addresses. It's just questions at the cynical nerd.com. And I have to tell you all disappointed. We mentioned that email address in several tweets and out of all 11 followers. <laughs> nobody said an email. Yeah, we did. Uh, look, we, we didn't care. We didn't care about the Twitter handle because we didn't have our name. So now we're really going to start putting some weight behind it. Hopefully we'll get some more emails in because uh, even reading that one from like two weeks ago from Christine was, uh, was was just a joy. It was an absolute joy. Mm, yeah. Uh, you can also find us at facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. And I think that about wraps us up. Now we get to play a fun game called um, let's pick apart Derek's room. What's in there? What we got. Hey, are you? Oh, you know what? I just figured something out. What? I'm like, I'm, I'm like Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I was always trying to figure out what those things were on the wall. And in the, in the, again, if you're listening to this, I apologize, but pull up the YouTube video. Treat yourself for a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Won't want to miss this on... Chris playing I Spy with Derek's background action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the things on the wall and the grid pattern. He, Ron very, very lovingly made this little Batman and this little Batman symbol for my son. And those beads that you kind of like put them together and then melt them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what those, that must be those. Yeah, it must be those up on the wall. I think those are actually all the masks from uh, Majora's Mask. I believe. Really, I believe. And you can also see uh, some characters from Undertale back there between the curtains. Fair, fair. And I I think I see that's is that the Fallout Boy guy right above Ron's P. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Pip Boy right there, little little Pippy. We got we got Pip Boy. Okay, and there's the man himself. Hey, got that Pip. I'm the pisser. That's me. Mm -hmm. I like to piss. Uh, I was going to say piss or piss, but so, it's so, too quick. So it's definitely piss. While we're on the topic, yeah, what do you think, Derek? Do bees have buttholes? Where do you think the honey comes from? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, actually, I think the real answer is that they vomit it out. So every time you've enjoyed honey, you're eating bee vomit, you fucking that's, animal. That's fine with me. Mm. It's so Tasty. good. Who cares? Yeah, right? All right. I, I can't wait to get into this. I mean, if vanilla um, comes from beaver asshole, I still like that. So yeah. it hasn't stopped me yet. I'm afraid Hi. to ask where chocolate comes from. Yeah, Derek, where's chocolate come from? <laughs> you, know, you know that Please old. Please try to time those jokes when I don't take a sip of water. <laughs> you know that old that old uh, adage? Is it? <laughs> what are you yeah, adage? no, that works. Yes, yeah, adage, probably. Milk, milk, lemonade. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not round the corner. Chocolates made those, Scott. So where's chocolate get made? In the fudge factory, baby boy. Duh. <laughs> yeah. So is fun is fun. Have you ever been to the chocolate? have you ever been to the shore points? Oh, I have I have an as existential question. Is is fudge a form of chocolate or is chocolate a form of fudge? Oh. Mm-mm. Does not compute. Boom. I would say that fudge is a form of chocolate. Now that we have this tool called Google at our fingertips, I could find out, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wouldn't leave the fun. mystery alive. Wouldn't be fun. Yeah. No, wouldn't be fun. Uh so Scott and I were talking, uh, I think right before you hopped in, Derek, and we were thinking We'll do RE8 last. Perfect. Um, so we're going to start out with uh, Train to Busan Peninsula and 
and uh, Bad Batch. Actually, let's do Bad Batch first because the other three are all kind of horror related. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We we talked about this a couple weeks ago, and and to be to be fair to the boys here, um, the excitement level was pretty mediocre. And to be honest, even from myself, it was pretty mediocre. Um, I know these characters, and I like the time that I've spent with them in the Clone Wars series. But I had I had an epiphany. Okay, and we're talking about the Bad Batch, by the way. The first two episodes are out. They released the initial uh, intro episode, which was an hour and 15. It was literally a mini movie. Yeah. Uh, and then they released the second one, which is just a regular tw- you know, 20, 30 minutes. Um, the, we, like, it was last week or the week before, and you guys were talking about how you were falling out of love with Star Wars just mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, not, not in, like, I hate it mode, but, like, look, there's too much of it for oh, me no. to give a shit about. I mean, I hate a lot of it. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's fine. You hate hate a lot of it. That's okay. Um, I'm not mad at you for it. And when I was watching this, all I could think of was like, this doesn't need to exist. It's not doing anything. Yeah. So, and, and real and realistically, the only way you can enjoy this because spoiler alert, I know neither of you did, and I know that I did. Uh, is if you the only way that I, at least I think that you can truly enjoy the show is if you've watched. Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, and you have all this ancillary knowledge of where these the 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 trials and tribulations that these characters have been through, and therefore can you know enjoy what they're what's happening now, watching them go through Order sixty six and how they come out the other side and make their decisions to to kind of turn against the Empire um, and all that good stuff. I, there's one thing that I will ding this episode for um, immediately and without question. And that is that, uh, so uh, there's a spoiler alert again, there's a very young Kanan Jarrus in this episode who is the, who's the Freddie Prince Jr. Jedi from Star Wars Rebels. And they use Freddie Prince and it sounds bad because he's like a grown fucking man voicing like a young kid. And it, it's, it's off putting the entire time. Oh, Caleb. I, Caleb, Caleb Doom. Is, that's, yeah. that's Kanan, that's Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of fucked me up because me it, he's just. It's like, a, hey it's a guys, grown, yeah, <laughs> no, whoa, buddy, this kid's testicles dropped really early. He must have a heavy gravity on his planet. I gotta be heavy honest gravity. with you, I didn't even notice that. I was too busy watching the ridiculous spectacle of these guys, like pushing the boulder down a hill. Cool, that's tactical. But then running in, like just barehanded and punching, like the fuck do these guys think they are? The A team? This is the corniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> We had, we had an argument a few weeks ago about how, like, the clones aren't all one-dimensional. My name's Rekka, and I like to blow things up. Why can't I blow things up? I'm Rekka. I wreck Like, it was every single character in this, his name is what he does. All their names are what they do, and they all suck at what they do. I hate the show so much. The eyes are so animated, so beautiful, they glisten, but then everything else about them looks like it's a little wooden doll that someone painstakingly carved in a jail cell, because I felt like I was in prison watching this fucking show. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Dick, how'd you feel about Bad Bats? I, uh, I, I wanted to like it. I, I really did. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to. It was really boring to me. And the, here, the, the thing that I realized, the epiphany that I had about it is I am done with the Skywalker era. I'm done with the Palpatine era. I'm done yeah. with Order 66. 
Like the yeah. moment it was like, like it started, and I'm like, all right, this is okay. And and, and I th I had the same thing. Like, oh, the guy named Wrecker is really uh, fucking foolhardy, and the, the guy named Sharpshooter has a fucking bullseye on his eye or whatever the hell his name is. It's like, you know, we get it. All right, but um. The moment it was like execute sort order sixty six and all that happened, I was just like, "How many fucking perspectives do I have to see this same fucking event from?" Like, I just don't. Yeah. I, I I just don't care anymore. The other thing that I hated like like viscerally was that <laughs> they were like, "Oh, the reasons that the um, uh, stormtroopers followed through with order sixty six is because they were programmed with some gene to listen to commands no matter what." I hated that more than midichlorians. I, I hated oh, they, it so much. I don't know if that there's actually a chip. They were they they thought uh, they were speculating early on that there's uh wow I just realized how much of a nerd I sound like and it hit me all at once. The inhibitor uh, chip, right? Yeah, there's actually an inhibitor chip, and and the reason that most of these guys are fine is because because they're like rejects. They either don't have it or it got fried or fucked up somehow. Right. Um. And the the marksman guy, I actually forget his name. Uh, probably just marksman. Um, yeah, his is like still kind of functioning, and then they like turn the fucking crank up on it, and he goes full bad boy. Yeah, uh, no, but yeah, no, but I, I, chip, I, I, I hate that though. Like, I, I, I think that one of my favorite things about Order sixty six for my whole life as a Star Wars fan has been that there's this huge tragedy of like, you know, this entire army of people who like befriended the Jedi's. And then we're so indoctrinated by, you know, Emperor Palpatine that they turned on their friends. Like, I just felt like that was so sad and so such a, like, beautifully tragic thing. And to just go like, well, they had uh, chips in their brains that made them do it. It was just like, oh, so like now 20 years of me really liking this one real tragic thing is just like, well, they didn't have a choice. I actually like really cannot tell you how much I hated that. I don't know if that was like in lore before this already and i just had never heard of it yeah, it was it was okay yeah I, I i hate that i i just can't stand that i don't know um animation is great like i don't like like clearly the the, the work that was put into the animation is incredible uh by incredibly talented people but it's just the style i can't get into i agree with scott it's like the the wooden like stop motion thing a little bit, right yeah is, like is a good analogy um, and and the, the, the sharpshooter guy was just so cartoonishly bad. I'm like, there's just no way <laughs> that I, he's like, he literally like, nah, like, like, it's just, he's like Skeletor. Like he, it's, it's just not, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to give it one more episode. I, 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 I told myself when we started this show, any show, any show, I'll give two episodes. And so I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to watch one more beyond that. I can't make any promises. It's okay. I, I really don't care if I'm the only one that watches it, and then if something cool lore-wise comes up, I just tell you about it right, on the right. podcast. Like, I'm totally fine with that. I, I mean, look, um, I am. I am still. I mean, yeah, I am a little disenfranchised with Star Wars. I, I, if I have to be honest with you guys, I am a little bit, but it's not stopping me from. Like I said, I've watched all the Clone Wars and all of Rebels, and I do have attachments to some of these characters, even if some of the storylines and dialogue are cheesy and and over the top. It's that's Star Wars has always kind of fucking been cheesy and over the top. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, actually, I <laughs> Star Wars nerd. I I got a little emotional when uh, sixty six happened and Caleb Doom watches Master get cut down. Anytime I see a young uh, Padawan watches Master get killed. It bothers me. I, I just again, Star Wars. It's just ingrained in me. Yeah. Uh, 
the inhibitor chip thing was not done well here. How I think it was done very well in the now that I know you guys won't watch it in the in the end of the Clone Wars series where they focus on Ahsoka and how she I was telling you about I thought you should watch it mm-hmm. uh, focusing on how she survives through sixty six uh, she's on a cruiser full of troopers and she got to a point in her career with with the troopers where like this whole platoon honored her by like painting her colors on their helmets and they like she was like really good friends with them and stuff and. Like the fact that they couldn't help themselves and but some of them were actively trying to stop it was like heartbreaking to me. I know you were like inhibitor chip is a stupid fucking thing, but when you're watching it and one of them is like shaking, he's like, he's like, go like trying to hold back from firing because yeah. he can't help himself. I some of that stuff hit for me. Um, this episode, it, it didn't. It felt like a throwaway thing. Um, they I were like, like, look, this is where Caleb, this is where Kanan was when 66 happened. Uh, you know, you hit fan service. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. See, I feel like I'm indoctrinated to not give a fuck about any Jedi that doesn't have the last name Skywalker at this point, if I'm being honest. Like, because th- it's just... That's part of the problem, Scott. Well, the problem is that this entire era is so fucking boring because the entire fighting force of, of the clone army are copy-paste. And right. this show proves that well, these are supposed to be, like, the standout guys, and they're all so one-dimensional. I know, and I know I've only watched two episodes so far, but the first one was an hour and fucking 15 minutes. And... They all, again, they all just say what they do. You're, H- Hunter, what, why don't you track him? You're the, you're the tracker, Hunter, or whatever the fuck his name was. And he has, <laughs> the he has the fucking, the half a skull on his face. Like, he has the fucking corpse paint on. It's so bad. I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I think the Clone Wars are boring, and, and, de- and delving into them as much as we do, it feels like these shows actively ruin the prequels even more, because you're showing these overwhelming forces of, of uh, the droid army in um, uh, Revenge of the Sith. And they're all, they're all clearly just, they're, they're no better than stormtroopers. If these guys can run in and wipe out a platoon of them with hand-to-hand combat. Like, it just, it, there's so much plot armor, and none of these characters are worth saving with that plot armor. Yeah. Oh, good one, good one, good one, good one. Um, I will agree yeah. with you on the like seeing um, Caleb, who I thought with my extremely minimal <clears throat> knowledge of the background or that maybe Caleb was Cal Kestis. And then obviously that was uh, made apparent to not be the case very uh, early on is uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order is canon, right? I think yes. that that was established yeah. as canon. Yeah, it's canon. And so, like, I agree that that scene where he runs back to go save her was great. But like, compare that to when. Cal's yeah. master sacrificed himself to save Cal. Uh, so I'm tearing sad. up just thinking of that fucking scene. Like that yeah, was just fucking Can we all just, stop, we all just stop what we're doing right now and, and once again talk, just suck the dick of Fallen Order? Oh, we can't wait for the so sequel. Fucking good. Oh my god, it's it, such a. It's good game. the best Star Wars game ever made. Sorry, it really Kotar. is. It, it is. It is. Little Metroidvania, little little Dark Souls ish combat, little little fucking. Mm. So good. Yeah, when, when you play on Jedi Master, there's nothing more satisfying than nailing those fucking parries and reflecting those blaster blaster bolts back at the stormtroopers. Yeah, dude, we, it's, we, it's we, so hey, satisfying. Uh, you remember the name hard. of that one character in the game who really was like boring and one dimensional? No, yeah, there wasn't a single were one. None. They yeah. were all incredible. My Every man Grizz, my man Grizz had a dark past, but he was a kind, a kind soul. Yeah. It ain't remember, easy being greasy. I remember every fucking character in that game. They all like. Oh, another thing that kind of bothered me is they 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 made uh, fucking Forrest Whitaker skinny and handsome. 
Yeah. And I didn't like that. What's his fucking name? Sakurera. <laughs> yeah, Sakurera. Talks like this. Bogale. That was good. You're on. So Scott is on the hook right now for voice acting for Saul Guerrero and for Super Mario Brothers. I don't, I don't know about all that. Maybe, maybe Super Mario Brothers. That's a pretty good. There's no way I'm getting good. Wario though. Elon Musk locked that shit down on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Hard card score. Uh, Fall in Order's great. I like Bad Batch. I know you guys don't. It's okay. I, I didn't expect either of you to. I went in. This is exactly played out how I expected it to. Uh, I'll keep you apprised if anything sick happens, lore wise. Uh, that I'm sure I'll care about, and you guys will say, "Man, no, I'll, I'll save it up for you." Um, okay, enough about Bad Batch. We're going to talk about Train to Busan Peninsula, uh, and then we're going to get into Castlevania, and then we're going to blow our loads on Lady D's chest if she lets us, because we've all been very bad boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to make sure Busan. we get consent. We don't want to end up in Diddler Court with Franco. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She has to. She has but, to. But ask she's all, she's also it. like thousands of years old, probably. Yeah, right. So there's yeah. there's no so way we, we're we just we being right in the DMs. Creep court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Train to Train to Busan Peninsula was a direct a direct to Shutter, right? It just went straight to the streaming service. It's a yeah. Shutter exclusive. Yeah. Um, built in the same world as Train to Busan, obviously, but just a different set of circumstances. Um, I I think we all watched it, and all have thoughts on it. I don't want to go first. I have thoughts, and I'm not sure if anyone else shares them. So Derek, how did you feel about Train to Busan Peninsula? I watched it four days ago, and I forget half of it. Well, half of it was just Fast and Furious with zombies. Yeah. So. Oh, thank, thank, thank fucking the, God. Yeah. Thank you so the, fucking much. The, the one the, thing I that did, I realized yeah. about the movie was like, zombies had, no, if you took the zombies out of the movie, like the movie remains the same. Like there was no reason for this to be a sequel to Train to Busan or have yeah. any of those themes whatsoever. It was just like, go into the bad city and get the thing and then get out. But there's also bad people in there that want it too. Like, <laughs> Zombies had no fucking bearing on the story whatsoever. I don't remember. I, I'm not kidding. Like I don't remember most of what happened. It was just not a good movie. <laughs> can, not, can I not, talk? Can I just go ahead? All I'm gonna say is that this this movie had like for me one moment where I was like fuck yes. The rest of it I could take it or leave it. When when they had that game going on in the middle of the mall, in the mall courtyard, yeah. and they opened that gate and that rat king zombie of like all these. That was cool. Yeah, that's like, that was that, like, cool. The practical effects in that had my eyes light up, like yeah. the Fourth yeah. of July. But aside from that, man, like it felt so just. Dist- now these are characters. These are supposed to be characters from the first one. You see them pass on the road in the yeah. first one. Hmm. Right. Okay. I I don't think so. I thought it was like months later. No, yeah. no, no. no. The, be- the beginning when they show him like passing by the lady with the baby and the husband. Oh, those, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like, I thought that was kind of a cool aspect to see like another person's story that had been at that one point in time with them before. Um, I, I kind of like the ending too. I'm not gonna lie. I like that he he went back for. I like that his his he kind of like got redemption. Uh, um, I like that. Try I like redemption. that he didn't sacrifice himself. Right? Didn't he actually get out? He got out. Well, she, yeah. Well, she I, she was gonna sacrifice herself, and he's like. He hears his brother, his dead bro- brother-in-law's words and says, did you even try? Yeah, he's right. Like, yeah. I liked I liked the ending. That was cool. I'll give you yeah. that. That yeah. was that was I, a good little. little it surprised nud. me a little bit because I thought I was like, OK, she's going to die. But this feels weird because these kids are just going off with a strange dude now for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And then I was like, OK, he's going to die. He's she's going to get back. Yeah, he's going to sacrifice himself because he was a dickhead. 
And then I was like, oh, shit, he's going to live. You act good job. Movie, you surprised me. I did not expect him to survive. Oh, wait, I just remembered the like eight year old girl doing all the like drifting, running over like literally (laughs) dozens of zombies. And it's not slowing down the car whatsoever or doing anything whatsoever. Boy. I remember when they were it was like the first scene of them driving into the city and they weren't even doing anything crazy. But all the cars were CGI, including that one. And 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 I remember thinking. Oh boy, because it wasn't even yeah. obviously. We all know the trick, right? If CGI is done well, it it just enhances the film. Like it just it just makes the spectacle a bit bigger. Yeah. It doesn't pull you out of it. But when it's done shittily, it looks like it belongs on the Sci-Fi Channel. And most of the car stuff in this looked really, really bad. fucking bad. Yeah. yeah, it looked like a cutscene from like a Resident Evil game or Par- Parasite Eve. Yeah, like it looked it looked really bad, man. And I don't look like I don't someone. Made like a mashup trailer between like Resident Evil Six mm-hmm. and like and Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oof. They modded Jill Valentine into the car and everything. I know they, I know they can't all be winners, guys. But w- when we have Army Too of the Dead coming up, I really wanted to get a good zombie movie in before we have to do that shit show. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know. You don't know. Army of the Dead's gonna be so bad. I love, I love Dave Batista. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheer for him while he undoubtedly mows down waves of zombies. Who'll probably be huddled, with his, with his huddled, hush, holding their loved one, crying in fear because now zombies are people again, uh, with emotions and feelings and and. Fever I feel and like it's and... gonna be stupid good though. Like I feel like it's gonna be like this is so dumb that it's kind of fun. We're gonna find out soon, boys. Yeah. Come yeah. Soon. You know what comes out um, tomorrow, boys? Spiral book of saw. It does. It does. When does that come out again? I've asked you this like six times. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? Wow. Shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, it's, it's, oh, as boy. soon as we have gets. I'm, I'm going to see it tomorrow before work. Homework. Nice. Like, we have homework. We have to try and get it somehow. Yeah. Um, like, May like I said, once theaters reopen, it's just going to have to be Scott on his cell phone in the movie theaters, <laughs> <laughs> live streaming it to us. <laughs> uh, May 21st is Army of the Dead, so we're not going to have watched it by the next podcast, but the one right, after. Right, so two right, weeks. right, right, right. Um, okay, so spe- uh, before we move on, uh, Dave Bautista is was cast in knives out this is a decent segue uh yeah. we just found out not really crazy newsworthy and it's a weekend review thing that we didn't think was important enough to copy but dave bautista and who was the other one that just got cast uh, uh agatha uh katherine hahn who was a sweetie pie and I, mm-hmm. I want her to get all the fucking acting gigs in the world because she did a great turn in wandavision so i mean hey we, t- we said the sequel had to get good <laughs> actors and actresses right so yeah so far i'm off to a decent start um, okay, so uh, the next up, I mean, I don't know if you have anything else to say about Busan. I'm sorry, I'd kind of just like no, no, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready totally to get to that, that. That that meaty, okay, okay, meaty. yeah. That, that you guys both felt Maybe exactly the same as I did. I thought I was like, okay, this is just silly. Yeah. A couple of the emotional beats worked all right for me. The ending was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought the villains were good. Like I hated everybody who was supposed to be a bad guy, which yeah. is you know, yeah. The piece of shit, like captain of the, and for how did he even get in power? He was like, who would have let that guy I tell? Know, him yeah, really. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the off-color joke that is just like the guy's like, you guys are gay. <laughs> and was, oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, let's pretend to be homosexuals to get out of this <laughs> circumstance. Uh, anyway, next we're going to talk about Castlevania. So Castlevania season four actually, I think, just dropped like today, didn't it? Yeah, like, it's shit, out. Really? I just saw today. a fucking thing that said it was out. Um. We all decided uh, collectively we were going to start watching it because the t- the trailer for four alone was good enough. And I 
so spoiler alert, I'm caught up. I'm ready for season four. Oh shit. I only I only watched season one. Yeah, no, I know. I and that's fine, and that's all we agreed on. I just have had a little bit of spirit. It's it's the kind of show because they're only half hour long. So I would just put a like a game on or something or do some work and just play it. And every so often I my eyes would go, stop what you're doing because that shit looks really fucking cool. And then I would come back, you know, and I just I just burned through them and I spoiler alert, I I think the show's fucking really good. I I like the writing. Uh, the action is is in some parts off the fucking charts. Season one is good, but there's not as much action as I would have liked. And I, if you guys continue watching it, season two has some fucking juice action scenes in it, okay. like giant goth pierced titties. And uh, okay. Scott, how'd you, how'd you like season one? Um, I liked it. I really do like it, but it felt to me a little disjointed at certain parts. It felt like it was meant to be a movie that they decided to make into a series after it was finished. And they yeah. split it off in all these awkward parts where like, I'm glad that I sat and watched it all at once. Cause if I wouldn't have, it would have felt weird jumping back in at some of the points I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few parts that, th- yeah. that felt like they were also edited for time. Like in the first episode where he's, uh, we, we see Trevor Belmont in the bar um, and he's getting ready to get his ass hit beat with a chair. And then we just cut to him outside the bar. We don't see that action play out. It felt kind of weird to me at certain points. Like things had been edited maybe for violence or maybe for time. Um, it, it really felt like it was supposed to be a feature that, that then became a series. But I, I liked all the characters. I liked the voice acting. I loved the animation. Um, I really, really hate dude, the all voice the acting movies. is like, hey, oh, one, yeah. dude, yeah, it's dude. so it's good. Fucking... Yeah. Um, I, I can absolutely give you that, uh, and especially with season one, I think season two fixes the, the pacing and, and cutting stuff. But uh, there was something weird that happened with season one because it was it was like a the whole season was like a pilot, basically. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's only four episodes. It's super short. The other ones, season two is eight episodes. And season three is ten. Yeah. Um, it was, it's yeah, it's something weird. It's like maybe they were doing the fucking animated feature, and then someone was like, "We're not paying you for this, so just cut it into fours." I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, season two will probably fix pacing, uh, mostly because I don't know something. Something I'm gonna coin this term. Something fucky was going on with season one. I don't know all the behind the scenes drama, but like a four episode, two hour basically Castlevania thing for season one. It's felt yeah. really weird. Yeah. I think um, I think the entire first season of Castlevania is almost as long as the first episode of the Bad Batch was. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Derek, how'd you how'd you feel overall about season one? I know you like the voice acting a lot. I um I love it. So I'm I'm uh, four episodes into season two. I think not um, not four listeners. Four. four. Uh, I think that the animation is incredible. I think the voice acting is great. By the way, Trevor Belmont is um, Thor and Oakenshield from the Hobbit movies. Um, oh, no shit. Oh, shit, bunch of that other, is. The uh, Godbrand is the... Uh, I should really know this guy's name. He's the Russian guy from... Um, yeah, I looked at... It. I, I sounded familiar from John Wick, right? From Yeah, from, from John... Well, he's the Russian guy in everything. From, from everything. John Wick. <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. From fucking um, Armageddon. Uh, yeah, that's God brand. So anyway, uh, I think... It was the, the devil in Constantine. Devil in Constantine. Okay, yeah. there we so go. There's and a lot of, Steve lot of big Semi in a wood chipper in Fargo. <laughs> yeah. Some, somehow, even though he was the devil, he was a Russian devil. So yeah. I don't... You know, you figure that out. Um, I mean, the devil I, probably is Russian, right? <laughs> it's it's got to be. They're just the scariest people on the face of the planet, aren't they? Um, no, I think it's really good. I, I think that a, 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 what a lot of um, animated shows suffer from is having 
uh, characters that aren't contrasted from one another well enough, and they all, some of them have the same personality, some of them kind of dress the same, and it sort of like makes them not seem individual. Holy shit, right. every single character in this show is like just themselves. They have their own personalities and their own ideals and their own, you know, it, it's really, really well done. It, like every single character was thought out very, very well. Um, I'm loving it. I can't wait to get caught up. I can't wait to watch season four. That's about it. Yeah. See, uh, season two is, is like the show proper, like season yeah. one and two were, were supposed to be together, I think, because, uh, it, season two is only eight episodes and not 10, like season three is. And season two has a proper, like beginning, middle and, and big conclusion. Um, season two is, is fucking choice. And I, I implore, uh, you to watch it, Scott in your free time. Oh, there's this um, shot. And I just want to say in season one, uh, the action was sort of like few and far between. I get it. They had a budget to follow. Yeah. But uh, there's this one shot in any of these animes where, you know, we've talked about this before, where like animation generally when they're just talking scenes, the frame rate is low because it has to be to save money. And then in the action, they really kind of blow their load. There's a scene where he like Into spins his spear and like kills the guy in front of him. And then it like lands on his shoulder and he like launches it up at an archer. Who like it pierces that archer through yeah. the head, and then he loses his arrow that hits another archer, and it's done <laughs> yeah. in like like two hundred frames per second, dude. It's so well animated. It's yeah. so I was like, oh my god, that I was like fucking alley right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, dude, dude. It was so good. such a good shot. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and thankfully, there's a lot of more action in season two. Yeah. Um, I I would recommend it hardcore. Um. I, I actually don't think I'm finished season three. I think I have like one episode left. Right. But either way, I'm 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 amped up to check out four. Uh, but I think that's it. And and jumping out of Castlevania, uh, this is what we've all been waiting for. Uh, boys, pull your pants down. It's time to talk about Resident Evil Eight Village. Mm. Uh, this this week was we did not delay the podcast this late in the week for RE Eight. We had some just scheduling issues. Just real life gets in the way, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but last night we were had the chance to record. And realized that both Derek and Scott were planning on finishing it last night. And we said, fuck it. Give it one more night. Let everybody catch up so we can talk about the ending. So just as a warning, and I, I'm only saying this, I'm saying this unironically for the first time on the podcast because the game came out about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We are going to talk about everything. If you have everything. not played the game, then goodbye. We'll see you next week. This is the last thing we're talking about. It's been fun. Yeah. Catch you next episode. If you're still here, uh, Holy shit, boys. I also I think love uh, it's good to, if you're still here before you've gone, I think that we should probably set some kind of arbitrary date for maybe like a week from now where we'll lift spoiler ban on Twitter as well. Yeah, um, sure. Just to. Know I would say give it two be, weeks. You know, Two like, weeks. Like, That's two, fair. Fair yeah. play. Next, next weeks. Friday is okay. fair game. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, if if the guy who has limited playtime every night can get through it as quickly as I got through it, two weeks is plenty yeah. of time, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even if you had like an hour a night to play, you'd be done in two. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's literally like if you if you don't do everything, if you don't go hunting down all these rare animals and stuff, it's a ten hour eight eight ten hour playthrough. Yeah, if you haven't finished it yet, turn the fucking turn the podcast. What are you doing? Turn the yeah. podcast off. What go play it right now. Shit? What are you doing, you idiot? So, boy, boys, Get out let's, of let's, here. Let's take it piece by piece here, please. <laughs> that fucking intro, that opening. You get situated in the house. And you know it's fucking coming, but you don't. You didn't. I, I was. Yeah. I didn't expect it to come that that fast. No. Like that was that came. That's what I, she said. Yeah. Well, I, I knew that was coming too.
Did she also say that as well? She said. So we stuck. Are we stuck in an endless <laughs> loop now? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm holding it in. That's not good for your prostate. Um, <laughs> I so my doctor tells me that all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm waiting. I'm waiting in the house for the shoe to drop. I'm like, what's gonna fuck? Is something gonna break in the house? And then it surprised me, right, Derek? What happened in the house? So you're in the house, and you put your just sweet baby little girl to bed. Just sweet angel Rose. Now, first off, they always animate babies terribly in video games, and I, I I loved the relationship, and I get it, and the father daughter thing was very sweet. But the baby always looks fucking weird in a game. And Rose is no exception. I'm sorry. She uh, looks I'm, fucking weird. I'm sorry, but the baby in Death Stranding is the best part about Death Stranding. 100%. Yeah. Oh, agreed. A- Surpri- animated surprisingly. And so, like, so vibrant and oh, God. Surprisingly, you're right. That's the best part of Death Stranding. I agree. Not yeah. a weird looking baby in Death Stranding. <laughs> BB. Holy Hello. shit. He just does like an epiphany. BB. <laughs> Anyway, one thing I loved about that game. Yeah. Anyway, that game that game felt that game felt meaningless to me, and and for some reason I played it far longer than I expected before ultimately being disappointed. But uh, hey, fuck it, the baby was great. Uh, Let's continue. You know what did not disappoint? Resident Evil Village, boys. Oh fuck yeah, boys! Mm -hmm. I like the Scott. I like that Scott's the one keeping us on topic right now. Well, no, no, because you you don't you don't understand. Well, I mean, you you understand, but the listeners, I have played through every numbered Resident Evil. In the last month leading up to this, I have spent 15 hours at a time live, and this game, I think this might be one of the best games I've ever played. And I, I know that sounds like a big, a big thing to say, but this, this to me, nope, is, I feel the same way. Th- this, this to me is the Metal Gear Solid of Resident Evils. Yeah, whoa, in, in a lot yeah, of, whoa, in a, in, in a okay. lot of ways, right? Hell yeah, we have, we have all these complex characters, all these unique ball, and no boss fight, no section, no corridor. Of this, of this village or castle or any other of the outskirts felt repetitive. At no point did I feel like I was doing busy work or yeah. remedial, even stuff that was remedial tasks to boost my health, like f- hunting and shit. Everything felt fun. Nothing felt like busy work. Yeah. And I, I put 15 hours in it, man. I did everything. I did everything I could. Yeah. Same. Same. I missed one, uh, one health upgrade because in and, and Scott had a, the same issue, I think, but. I'm, I think I'm, I either missed or it despawned or I sold and didn't realize one single piece of fish and there was no extra. So I couldn't get the final upgrade. I was missing yeah. one fucking regular <laughs> fish, not even like the special animal, a regular fish. Anyway, I digress. I didn't do um, any of those. I didn't do. I, I did. I, I just played. I just I didn't rush through it. Like I didn't. If something was in the way, or like I, if I saw a chest nearby, I'd go get it. But I didn't try to 100% it. I didn't get yeah. any of the health upgrades. I had like yeah, so the block upgrade and that was it. Some things uh, that Scott and I discovered about ourselves and our friendship uh, that deepened our bond with this game is that we play Resident Evil games the same way. Right. Um, I will let no loot crate go unbroken. <laughs> yeah. I will not. I will not go to that final boss unless I have done everything that I can in that map. And on that game, I, I play most games like that, but Resident I, Evil especially. I left a couple uh, rooms red because I just, I couldn't wait. I had to see what was going to happen. But <laughs> yeah. the red room, yeah. But I mean, just God, everything about this game was phenomenal, man. The environments, the music, that that first battle when you, when you're fighting the the uh, the lichens and you don't realize what's happening, the, the arrow hits you in the leg and you think you're just dying again. Yeah. Everything it was panic inducing. It was the it was brilliant that you start with just a fucking knife. And you're fending. You have to sneak around and avoid combat till you finally get a pistol. Dude, it was. Oh god. I have to. I have two things to say before we get too far away from it. One, I have a very, very petty point to bring up. 
It's extremely petty. It does not in any way, shape, or form detract from the game as an experience. But if it wasn't, it's not called the cynical nerd for nothing. So I got to bitch about this one very small thing. Oh, mommy, what's mm, up, girl? There she is. And I forget what the one yeah, thing she is. She gripped me I'm, up from behind. I've been bad. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, can we talk about how thirsty you. the entire internet is? Not just us, like the the fucking fly swatter meme that came out like <laughs> yeah. two days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Um, so I so first off, I think because we've all given general thoughts that this is my favorite Resident Evil game of all time. Um, I never liked the tank controls, so I could I never got into the even the originals. Um, four was my first kind of <laughs> real heavy dive into Resident Evil games with the GameCube game, and I loved that. I loved that game. To me, this had, of course, because Village, it's inevitably going to contrast somewhat with Resident Evil 4, but I loved it. Like Scott said, all the boss fights were unique. All the areas had a complete different feel to them. So, And even the puzzles, um, even though there's some some connecting ones, like the ball game, which is, that's fine, that's whatever. Um, even the, like the, the map puzzles of like where you have to go and, and figure out, none of them felt like copy-paste. They all felt like totally unique fresh. kind of challenges. Yeah. The whole thing with like, the Duke in the elevator in the factory. I was like, that's such a cool, I just little stuff like that. Like so much thought was put into the world about just level design and how you're getting around and, and how the atmosphere kind of steers the player to do the, the right thing, but you still second guess yourself all the time. Um, before we do any more deep dives, cause I have a lot that I want to talk about. And I know we have a lot that we all want to discuss, especially in regards to the ending and the big twist with Ethan's character. Uh, and ultimately the big sad TM after that, um, is my one tiny infinitesimal gripe, which is at the end of Louise's house when that, and I was in Scott's stream bitching about this while he was doing it was this, this girl and her father and she goes back to save him. Whatever. That's fine. It's, it was predictable as she would die like that, but it's, it's fine until you guys are standing in an attic where the entire house is on fire, smoke billowing up and they're just standing, having a conversation with no urgency. And there's an open window right there. Like go outside first. One, I know infinitesimal. I'm telling you small grape Two, after she falls, he stares from the top floor over the open fire for like 40 seconds. Like just look straight down at this massive heat wave. And I'm like, your skin's gone. You're fucking dead, bro. I don't know if you noticed this, like, Chris, but, but Ethan has regenerative properties. All right. Well, now that I know that, Emily's Wolverine. I feel like I just <laughs> talked a lot for no reason. So I, I have a lot that I want to say, but I will. I'm going to stay myself, and one of you two can take the floor. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that this um, is it, it's one of the best video games I've ever played. It reminded me um, a lot of a Bioshock game. That same yeah. kind of feel of like yeah. getting oh, all the kind of like tools that you need and upgrading and yada yada. Um, the map design was like god tier. I mean, like yeah. literally god tier. Uh, the weapons all felt like different. Um, I felt like the upgrade system was great. Like I, I hate games where you can just upgrade everything to be maximum, and then you had just have a bunch of fucking like golden guns from Golden Eye. Like I, I like that I had to decide. Like, do I want to upgrade, you know, and and do more damage with my sniper rifle? Or is it more important that I buy this, uh, you know, automatic um, shotgun so I have like a wider array of tools at my disposal? I liked making those choices where like, I don't know what was what. Um, the boss fights were like fucking incredible. They were amazing. 
And I love that they varied it up. Like there was the one uh, I can't think of her name. It was like the Italian name, the doll one. Yeah, um, uh, which wasn't was really a, a boss fight. That was Venanto, something like yeah. that. That yeah. was like the most horrifying thing I've ever oh, that, fucking. That house was terrifying. Yeah, and like yeah. literally, it was like two a.m. and like I showed Ron the baby, and like I was walking around a corner, and like all the music went away, and out loud, I was high as fuck, and I'm like, the baby's coming back. The baby's coming back. I know the baby's coming back. The baby's coming back. And as soon as it went, like, just popped out. And I just screamed at the top of my fucking lungs. That thing was terrifying. Oh, um, dude. Did you hide under the bed from it? Uh, oh, yeah. And then it just, yeah. like, slithers its disgusting yeah. fucking worm body oh, by dude. Terrible. But uh, um, the, the my one, my two, again, this being the cynical nerd, the two very minor gripes that I have is there were some movement things that irked me a little bit like especially in heisenberg's palace you had those guys that you sort of had to like wait for them to charge and then get yeah. behind them and shoot them and like they do the charge into the wall and there's like very clearly enough space for you to get by yeah. but for some reason you go out you get like clipped on something you're stuck and then you just get like like so there was like tiny little stuff here and there like that that was annoying um yeah and the only other gripe I have, which is not really a gripe at all, this doesn't feel like a fair uh, thing, but the Heisenberg boss fight was one of the best boss fights I have ever done in my entire life in any video game. It's and very fun. And so it made me feel like that final one was going to one-up it, and then it kind of wasn't as fun as the Heisenberg one. Like It was just kind of like shoot her till she dies. Um, still, well, a, she, still a good boss fight, but it just like like the Heisenberg one, the penultimate boss fight was like I was literally like every hair on my body was standing on end. I was having so much fun, and then to just have one where it's just kind of like yeah, you just got to keep shooting her and she'll die eventually. <laughs> it was a little like oh, all right. I mean, it wasn't I mean, bad, but she had a lot of forms though, bro. She had like she did three, three different yeah. forms. And each of them encourage you to use a different weapon. A different they don't make weapon. you, yeah. but like she's got the balls and you should pull the handgun out and pop them. And then the sniper rifle, when she's in the air and the yeah. shotgun, when she has the spider let, you know, like I thought that was cool. Um, I, I was going to say my one criticism, even between seven and eight, that they completely wiped away with a totally valid storyline was I kept thinking, and this is a good segue to the big sad TM. I kept thinking, this is like I know I'm in a Resident Evil game. I get it. It's a video game. It's a ridiculous world. I have to accept that mm -hmm. to some degree. Yeah. But I was like, in in seven, he gets something chopped off and then puts it back on. And I was like, what? I was mm -hmm. like, that's just supposed to be fine. Never brought up again, masterfully. And yeah. in this one, he loses fingers. And I was yeah. like, okay. I thought they were gonna grow back. That would have been fucking super ridiculous. They didn't. But then his hand gets chopped off by uh, Demetra. And uh, same thing, he super glues that bitch back on with some special. And I was like, I was like, all right, fuck that aspect of this game. And then we find out why. And I was like, you yeah. sons of bitches. Well, I mean, it was always there in seven, right? Because the family would regenerate. Like you literally watch uh, the father shoot himself in the face in the garage, and then you watch his skin like reforming. You know what I mean? Like yeah. multiple times, Just, like, like the brain coming back and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like it's always it was always implied that Ethan had been infected by whatever you know what i mean like by whatever they had because i mean you even you even hallucinate you see the little girl evelyn at the and they say like yeah. stage one of being infected by evelyn is that you start hallucinating you start seeing her and you start hearing her and you become part of this hive mind where it's basically it's a fungus 
that grows in your brain. And it's, it's kind of like how, like, you know, like some, some kind of, uh, some funguses can grow on ants and control their movement and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's basically, yeah. it's basically based on that. I forget what it's called. Would you guys, would you guys call it the fungus mungus? No, I would not. Thank you for asking. I'm glad that we okay. closed the book on that. <laughs> uh, I didn't hold that one in. That would have been a dumb smile, a dumb smirk for about 30 seconds until someone asked me what. So I just, I'm, you're welcome. I got it out early. I just have to say my only gripe with these games is that Ethan, like when you see, a, when you finally see a character model, what he looks like, he just looks like the poster boy for Raisin Brand. He looks so fucking boring yeah. and copy. Like he looks like he, he, looks like, he looks like he works at the post office. Like he looks so boring. Yeah. He looks like he'd tell a story about how he switched to tea instead of coffee <laughs> and that it was just okay. You know what like, I mean? He looks like he pulls his penis through his boxers to have sex. He doesn't even take them off. He pulls it through the hole. Ew, that's grotesque. He's yeah. never nude. <laughs> he's the never. Yeah. Like wears a t-shirt in the shower. Yeah, he looks like he wears swimmies in the shower. Like he's afraid of drowning. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, he's pretty generic. Like, Ethan was kind of like, yeah, like they never really gave us a reason to give a fuck about him until this game. I felt like I felt yeah. like th- through all of seven, he was a, a faceless protagonist. Voice acted very well. But they never yeah. gave they never gave us a reason to give a fuck about him. Like the person he's supposed to be there to save chainsaws his hand off in the first fifteen minutes of the game, and the rest of the game you spend your time wondering why the fuck he didn't just walk out, hop the fence, and get the fuck out of there. Why are you still there? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? This gave him an actual reason to be where he was. Um, I thought it was cool how they blended the, the fairy tale book into the nightmare yeah. village. Um, and oh my god, man, I I. I had it in my head that Chris Redfield was as big a piss, a big a piece of shit as Ada Wong is for 90% of this game. And I didn't see, I didn't see the twist coming. I didn't yeah. see that coming at all. I don't know if you guys want to, want to talk about anything else before we get into that. But I mean, all, obviously I, want, we, we all I wanted we, to say was that I, I just thought that like every twist in this game was like something that you see with a lot of modern games, especially games that come out of Japan, frankly, is that like the twists are so like, like come on like they're so fucking yeah. far gone like every twist was like relative to sort of the rest of the game and what i mean by that is like think of the final fantasy 7 remake and like the last 10th of that game where it just goes off the fucking rails totally not relative to the tone or like yeah like narrative of the rest of the of the game all these twists were like they were big they were awesome but none of them were like cheap Fuck you know yeah. what i mean like they yeah, all yeah, made yeah. sense yeah I just like to say though, uh, I didn't play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I watched you play it, so I didn't yeah. have to. And I want to thank you for playing that, so I could watch you play that and yeah. saving me the time. I was blackout drunk for just almost all of that. The the, the look <laughs> on your face when you realized you couldn't play as Red was soul crushing. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't good. It didn't feel no. good. Still doesn't. Mm-mm. Uh, but obviously, and now there's a DLC where you can play as Yuffie. Mm, cool. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'd rather not have all my materia stolen. That's yeah. okay. Um, no, but we, we, lose, we lose Lady Demesque. 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 We lose her maybe two, three hours into the game, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this was not a Capcom. Heart, heartbreaking loss. Yes, yes. This yeah. is not a Capcom hype train. The internet just got real horny, and we did this to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah. the, that was the first heartbreak. But also, like, come on. We got. We got to talk about that fucking ending, boys. We gotta. 
I actually um, liked that they got rid of Lady D in the beginning. I was under the impression the entire time that Lady D was like the, the big, big bad. And yeah, the yeah. Fact no, that I, I, I agree. Yeah. I was like, they, all right, were... cool. She's just another one of the people. Like, I actually really liked that they hid that. Um, yeah. My question for you guys is when she's in her big dragon, like Chernobyl elephant foot form, would you still? Would I st- absolutely. Yeah, same. I'd let I'd her let step her on me it... still. Yeah, I'd want her to put her like before she transforms her foot into my ass and then have her transform. <laughs> I just want her to open me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, just fucking gobble me up like a fruit roll up. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> the daughter's fights were fun. Woman. In all seriousness, so the daughter's fights were cool, too, where you had to oh, like yeah. expose them to the cold and then they just fucking turned to ash. It was awesome, man. Yeah. Th- them yelling, why are you doing this? Like, bitch, you just tried to kill me like, in the dark. What, do what the fuck do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Why am I doing this? I mean, trying to infect uh, me with bloat flies for like 40 minutes. One thing, one thing that a lot of recent Resident Evils have suffered from is that all the enemies are bland and repetitive. This game oh, had shit. so many awesome enemy designs. Every area had like unique ghouls and, and creatures. Yeah. Um, I loved every minute of combat in this game. Like I, yeah. I wish Mercenaries was, co- was co-op so we could all dive in. I would buy it on PC to play co-op with you boys if I could. Um, I thought that all the enemy types were cool, especially the the they were a pain in the fucking ass. But the the Mad Max zombies at the end with the drills on their hands and shit yeah. were, were kind of terrifying. And it's like this game is if you compare it to seven and it's, Scott, it's the freshest in your head since you just played it. Seven is so much more um, so much more leans into like suspenseful. Yeah, Texas, um, very Texas Chainsaw in every, very Texas every Chainsaw. Very high suspense. There's there's a couple big action set pieces, but the game was not built to do that. This game is very combat intensive, yeah. and that's fine because it still blends in those tense moments. The dollhouse is a perfect example. Like Derek said, that place is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I and I think it's I think it's just time that uh, we talk about the big twist TM. Yeah, that Capcom was. This is not one of the ones that feels like it was shoehorned into me. I firmly believe that they planned for this twist in seven mm-hmm. and then followed through on it, which yeah. is that spoiler alert. Of course, we already gave all the warnings, but yeah. still our arbitrary spoiler alert warning. Uh, Ethan has been dead since the events of Resident Evil seven. Well, dead in, in some form. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, uh, he's a BOW. Uh, by organic weapon. He is. A, okay. He is. A, okay. He is a, in the same way that, that, uh, that Mia was, you know, he's not, he's not the be yeah. all end all of the mold, but he's got that shit. He's got that. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, can we just say what's not, what's not dead. A bow wow. Just a bow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what's he, not dead. That bow. Sperm in that, in that little ball sack. Yeah. is not dead. Mm. Cause he still had a baby after, yeah. after yeah. he got his head. Yeah. Shot that mold right into Mia's <laughs> flesh sock. Oh, weird! I don't yeah, like that. No, it just kept going. I'm sorry. Can you imagine how weird the sex with, between them was? Like he, he's fucking the woman, giving her a baby that like he shot in the chest several times. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be. Yeah, awkward, but she, I mean, right? she, I mean, she yeah. chainsawed. Hit, she scissored him in half with a chainsaw and stabbed him in, in the the hand with a hatchet like a bunch of times. Like she, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, she's got. Uh, and bitch. also, yeah. And also, we we find out Mother Miranda. Had snuck in, started impersonating Mia, 
which gave credence to the whole like she's been really on edge whenever you mentioned the events of seven or whatever lately. Yeah, yeah. H- how how long do you think you think you think Miranda got down with him? Like she was she curious about Ethan? Oh, like she uh, wanted some of that moldy parts? dick? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possible. I feel like Mother Miranda totally would be possible. a freak, man. She's got six wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those things are all the flutter, you know, t- tickling places <laughs> that you didn't know you had. You know what I mean? Like your taint yeah. is feather dusted the entire time she sucks your dick. It's got to be great. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, it kind of tickles, but I also love it. Please don't stop. Yeah, yeah. I, I also got to say about Mother Miranda, like one thing, I, I felt like they did a really healthy balance between, uh, in the end, like, Ethan and Mother Miranda had the same goal. They were trying to save their kids. Like, it made yeah. you yeah. empathize with her, but like, it was still clear cut, like, no, this woman's a bitch. <clears throat> like, they didn't make it like morally yeah. ambiguous. But I did think that that was cool, that it's like, this whole thing, you're Ethan, you're looking for your daughter, you just want to save your daughter. And then you find out that the big bad, that's all she's trying to do, too. She's trying to do the same exact thing. I thought that that added depth to her and made her less just like, ah, you know, like a, the comic book villain. I, 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 yeah. I dug that. That was the driving force behind her. She has the same goal as Ethan. She just has much cuntier ways of trying to achieve that goal. Yes, uh, uh, Christopher, I, I believe. I actually had a question for Scott. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the entire time I'm, I'm kind of perusing her little like lair where she's doing all of her experiments and they make it very clear that she's uh, basically the inspiration for the umbrella corporation, right? Like all the documentation you read, like she was where yeah. she worked with the, the, I forget his name, Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. Yeah. Uh, who, who started umbrella corporation. They knew each other. Um, the, the mold was first. Uh, they discovered the progenitor and then discovered the mold as like the delivery mechanism. If I'm not mistaking that. I could be fucking that part. Uh, up, well, the pro- well, the progenitor flower was discovered in Africa in like the 1940s, I want to say, or 30s, mm-hmm. maybe 37 by Spencer. Yeah. You find that out in five. That's the only bit of lore that matters in five, coincidentally. Uh, but it came it came from a flower originally that was that was right. that the uh, the tribe people thought was like like a, a spiritual thing, like the bridge, the gap between life and death for them. Right, mm-hmm. but, but this was this was like a major lore reveal, right? Like, how how did you as a as a huge Resident Evil fan? Like, how did to me? I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. But well, it, I, you know, I'm not super huge on lore. I mean, it would make sense that you know, in his in his travel, Spencer would have been all over the world. He was in Africa. Why wouldn't he be in Europe? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it didn't it right. didn't seem too weird to me that he would that they would tie him in that way. I didn't read it as Mother Miranda being the the source of the progenitor because we already know that comes from the flower. I felt I felt like she was the one who inspired him to use the mold delivery system, which we don't really see until seven and eight. You know what I mean? But they also talk right. about they also talk about multiple other uh, delivery systems where they like, were injecting wolf DNA into people, which is how they explain the, the lycanthropes. Right, uh, right. They 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 like, and people people really bitched about like, oh, we have vampires and werewolves now, and it's like we had giant walking lizard men, snakes yeah. that were like the size of a fucking Porsche for no reason, like. We had a giant shark. We had we had deep blue sea below the mansion, uh, and no one bitched. Like it's it's just the way that they're <laughs> that they're taking the lore and they're twisting it into these other like old time fairy tales, like things that have been like myth for for de- for like hundreds of years in like in reality. I thought it was so fucking cool. Um, did that so, answer your so question, or did mo- I just the- ramble? I'm sorry. <laughs> so- no, I, I was I was basically asking like. Did this like I, I thought the the lore was cool. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like I I didn't I didn't question how he got there, but like was this like a huge break? Like was this like a huge? Uh, I don't want to say breakthrough. It's like the wrong word, but like a huge reveal to you. Where you're like, holy shit! 
Uh, I mean, it, will exp- it explains it explains a lot more for Seven, the, more so than the rest of the series. The rest of the series still stands on its own. So you have the T virus, you have the C, uh, you have the G virus. There's so many different strains that all do different things. But uh, with the molded, we we didn't understand where Evelyn had come from, and now we know that Evelyn was uh, Mother Miranda's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it just kind of it comes full circle. Like the end of this game explains why the end of Seven made half as much sense as you felt like it should have. You know, right. we, we, got an, we got an explanation. And granted, I never played the DLCs for Seven. I need to go back and do that, because I'm sure they explain yeah. a little bit better. Um, it just felt like they closed it. To, to, to reference the show we've all watched very recently, they closed the loop on it. You know what right. I mean? And, yeah. and I, thought, I thought perfectly. I don't think it rewrites the entire history of Resident Evil, but I think it makes sense that Spencer, you know, in his decades of traveling uh, the globe trying to find you know, different ways to implement uh, bio-organic weapons and viruses um, that he would come across, you know, he would come across the mold, and that would be the origin of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so was the so, mold, like, the, um, like, uh, vector for the T-virus or something? Am I understanding that correctly? No. Like, no. Uh, okay. I, I just looked it up, because I wanted to make sure we weren't misspeaking, because I know we just played it, but it all happened very quickly. Um, so the, the way they explain it in the books is, or in the, yeah, in the books, in the game, via the books, and notes is that Spencer stumbled upon the village and became an apprentice to mother Miranda. Um, and she learned, he learned all about viruses and how, how she saw how she was using them, experimenting on humans. And then the progenitor flower was discovered yeah. and he left to go study the progenitor and apply what he had learned to create the T virus. So he didn't oh, use okay. the mold. It wasn't like some weird, um, of course, the like mold Scott has, said, yeah, mold has just existed for, right. for decades. Um, it's just another fucking thing on the planet. wanting to kill humans. Um, and of course, like Scott said, their goals are very different. All Miranda wanted to do was resurrect her daughter, Evelyn, who died from the Spanish influenza in the early 1900s. Spencer, on the other hand, we all know, wanted to use this to create a utopia and control the evolution of humans and all that crazy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really there was no weird, that one, like, though, huh? there was no, yeah, you really, you know, you whiffed on that one. Yeah. Big old stinker. Uh, I am 100% going back and playing seven now. Um, I know that it's not as good of a game as eight. Um, I love seven. I yeah, I'm going back and playing it now. The, the I, I love fights... this game so much that I I I just want to see the beginning of Ethan's story. So the boss fights of seven are incredible. The Baker yeah. family is so well flushed out, and the, like they're so likable, even though they're horrifying. Yeah, they're they're charismatic in the way that like like you watch fucking Charles Manson behind bars, like that guy's fucking crazy. But yeah, I kind I kind I kind of <laughs> want to sit down with him for twenty minutes and just let him unload his crazy. Yeah. Maybe you can unload it in Chris's cup. Who knows? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I, it's, I got it ready for it. Dispen- uh, dispensary. No, but like, but the the molded in that game, like the the enemy varieties in that game, like the common enemies. There's like three poo-poo. different types, and they all suck. Yeah, it's poo poo. Uh, I, I would say the biggest selling point. For, I'm sorry to cut y'all. Scott. No, no, go ahead. Um, that's all I have to say is that the enemy types in that one suck. But it's yeah, it's definitely worth getting through. Yeah, if you especially, as a, yeah. As opposed to what I said earlier, where eight is is much more heavy on like combat, it still has scares. Obviously, still has very scary parts too. Yeah. Seven is way more on the suspenseful side. It has some, in my opinion, truly horrifying. Moments. I remember I mean, that like, much of it. I remember being scared shitless yeah. by it. The, the even like the the Baker fight in the garage where you can't get away from him. Ooh. It's ter- it's ter- the whole time. I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's terrifying. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in that game. That I thought was very well, but it's like it's yeah. it's a totally different 
horror feel to me. It's like it's like like well, Scott I mean, said, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, it literally they they literally stole the Dennis Hopper Leatherface Chainsaw fight from Texas Chainsaw Massacre two and made it a boss battle. Like it's yeah. it's true. It's like it couldn't be more inspired from from the 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 table setting where you you wake up surrounded by these ridiculous people. Yeah. Um. Every, I liked it a lot. Everyone though. who could help. It, yeah. It's. I mean, it 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 does a lot of things right. It's just. It went on for too long at the end, and, and the end is just a, an, a slog of just the same enemy types that never stop yeah. spawning, and you hate Yeah, them. that's true. But uh, the bakers themselves and the boss fights are all insanely memorable, and to quote a great man, it's just, just a joy. I wasn't sure where you'd go with that one. I appreciate the compliment. Um, do we have anything left to say, or are we ribbity-wrapped? I mean, well, we, do we even talk about, about Ethan, Ethan dying? Oh, we didn't. We didn't even talk about the, the um, father's. The father's story has ended. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did Did anyone else weep like a bitch when that happened? Because I got, I, I got, te- I got teary eyed. I wouldn't say I wept, but I. Did, it was it's, her visiting his grave was definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the that and the part hurt. where her driver was like, you know, you're a lot like him, or something like that, was like, mm, that was that was a that was a tough moment. Yeah, I'm just wondering what they're gonna do with. Uh, the next one, like, is Rose gonna be theory, theory time, Ooh, theory yes. time? Uh, well, I mean, Resident Evil has come. Uh, yeah, Resident Evil. Capcom has come out and said that this is supposed to be a trilogy about Ethan Winters. So, how's it right. supposed to be a trilogy if he's dead in the end of the second one? I Rose can clearly control the mold and the mold. I know, I know that they blew up the Megamite, but we know it's not gone, right? Because she's yeah. still powerful as shit. So, where's she getting the power from? Um. And they said that the mold stores consciousness, like literally stores the consciousness of people. I mean, uh, Miranda was trying to bring a, get a vessel that could pull her daughter's consciousness out of yeah. the mega seat to be her daughter again. I think that Rose is going to be the main character that we play as, and that she's going to either like see her father or hear her father as like a guide throughout the game. Um, Ooh, just I, I think it's going to be like that kind of thing. Like he's not back, but he's. He's there. Like, oh, she can talk tight. to him. That would be pretty yeah. fucking yeah. tight. My guess. Uh, hopes and dreams for DLC for this one, boys. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one of the ball gags for your mouth. I want more and... I want more Chris Redfield over-the-top action sequences, boys. That was a that fucking was fun. joy. That yeah. was so much fun. I actually joy. wasn't crazy about that. Like, really? I just felt like... Yeah, like, like, initially it was fun, but then it just turned into... What every shooter turns into, which is just wave after wave after wave of enemy, and you're just literally holding down left mouse button to like kill them all. And then like the the like the first part where sometimes you got to hit R to reload though, man. You gotta switch yeah, switch <laughs> the the first part where you you had like the was mega sight or whatever I don't know that you're like aiming the the thing at the the hammer yeah. from Gears of War. Um, that part was cool initially. Like I liked like holding them all off. And then like, as soon as you have a minute to breathe, you hit it with that a couple times, but then like the next section where you were fighting the, the big one, and it was just yeah. the same thing again. I was kind of like, it's the only part of the game that felt like recycled to me. And I was sort of like, just ready to be done with Chris Redfield's part at that point. Chris Redfield himself in the game was excellent. Like he yeah. was a very uh, believable character. I loved that. Like, it kind of did the Kansas city shuffle. Like you had mentioned in the beginning where you're like, Holy shit. Like he, like he's an asshole now, like something happened yeah. and he's a piece of shit. Like he he's killed a dirty, Mia. he's a dirty cop. Now something happened. 
And the, the fucking twist, again, relative to itself, it was a great, totally believable twist. Um, the fact that he tried to save Ian, uh, Ethan, sorry, and then, like, Ethan pushing him out of the way to, like, save him. And, dude, that fucking scene where, like, Ethan turns around and looks up at it and holds up the detonator and just clicks and it cuts to black was just like, oh, my God, dude, I was covered in goosebumps. That whole ending was so perfect. Yeah. It was fucking incredible. Pretty titties. I just totally rambled off the topic of Chris Redfield for a second there, but anyway. No, no. But <laughs> I, I mean, just but loved that part. <laughs> uh, the, the entire ending was, I mean, like, the ending's what made, like, the, I enjoyed every minute of this game, boys, and I've, again, like, I got a lot of Outlast 2 vibes from Village in, like, the best fucking way possible. Mm -hmm. But that, that ending, like, I've played so many games in my life, so many horror games, I've never had one give me, like, a reaction like that. I never had one give me a lump in my fucking throat where like even this character who like is faceless and again the poster boy for Raisin Bran and 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 flavor like if you could make a wheat thin taste like Drinks nothing, tea. not even original flavor, it'd be yeah. Um he, he's like a low sodium triscuit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like but like without any texture. Like if a triscuit was just flat like a Ritz cracker. Yeah, and he eats like, them like, at like work, the really loud, cracker. and he explains it to everyone, even though nobody asks. Like, my blood pressure's been a little high, so I gotta do it's the like low it's, sodium. <laughs> it's like an energy vampire bit from <laughs> we do the shutters. But, and the thing is, like, he, he, the the voice acting is so phenomenal. This faceless character that you wouldn't know what he looked like unless you Google him. You become so attached, and yeah, you, you, believe, you, be, you believe the world you see through his eyes, Nothing like it's all larger than life. It's all ridiculous. It's all very Metal Gear Solid. Um, but dude, like that ending, man. Like I literally held back tears for the entire credit sequence, and yeah. then when we saw the post credits, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was really fucking good. It was very good. Uh, ten out of ten. How how many um how many spank me mommies out of ten? I don't know. That's not a good measuring stick. What's what's we need a good. I give it Deal. 10 out of 10 Lycan Red Rockets. Uh, 9.8 out of 10. I don't know. I'm on the spot. I can't think of anything. Can, some, I, can you guys think of something for me? And then just like, just do like a robot voice, like edit it in ooh, 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 afterwards. Uh, 9.8 out of 10. Uh, don't steal it from me. Oh, do you have one? I was gonna, yes. I was gonna say merchant folds that are probably full of oh. stuff. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna go with Chernobyl feet in my back pussy. Uh, I was, uh, I was gonna go with uh, ten out of ten big fish mussies. Yeah, yeah. that guy was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. He's got to do something about that belly button. Like number one, cover it up. Oh my god, I, I'm tired of looking at it. Jesus Christ. But also, like, I felt so bad killing that guy. He's like, "Mommy, oh. he's like, this guy definitely cranks it to stepmom stuck in a dryer porn." <laughs> Assuming he can. Oh reach wait, I thought it, you were right? talking Where about the merchant. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, I was talking about the fucking the fish uh, monster Moreau. Yeah, Dude, yeah at one yeah. point I was talking to the merchant, and like Ron was in bed looking. She was like. That's a fat motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> Literally looks like they based him off of like uh, Ben Stiller in a fat suit from Dan to Dodgeball. Oh, like God, when he's yeah. just eating. <laughs> that was classic. Do you think anyone's made a TikTok of milkshake with the fucking merchant yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you should. I don't want to. I don't want to have TikTok. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I, we're all in agreement that we're all like too old and like. Uh, 
in like what's the fucking word? Ichabod Crane, like bah humbug about TikTok, right? Like we're not wrong, bitch. Doing it. I, 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 mean, I don't like I don't like like regularly go on TikTok. But if somebody sends me a TikTok, some of them are great. Some of them are hilarious. A lot of them are just people some like lip syncing and like lip sync cringe, though, right? Uh, like like eighty yeah. percent of them, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, I think that wraps up the Resident Evil Eight conversation. We are running a long. Yes, we. That's is. okay though. We've had a we've had a good had a good night. I I missed recording. And guess what? We're gonna get to do it again real soon. Real soon, mm-hmm. a couple Cause, days. Because mm-hmm. couple days, next one. This is, but boys, this was episode thirty. We didn't really discuss that. This is kind of a milestone yeah. right yeah. We, we've currently gotten uh definitely north of 60 hours worth of rambling out there i would say yeah. probably closer to 80 with all the two and a half hour podcasts and the watch alongs yeah. uh we never shut the you fuck know up. we never yeah. shut the it's fuck up strong point and we tell the same fart and cum jokes over and over and we hope that you'll continue to hang out with us please. for another 30 episodes please, yeah. please do. Uh, if you've enjoyed our cum and fart jokes thus far just hit that new game plus button boys stick around for another 30 <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I discussed this with someone the other day, and maybe we can do this. Maybe not for the next episode, but we had early on discussed um, changing the intro a little bit before the theme song pops in, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. every ten episodes, and we yeah. never did because we're all old, forgetful men. Yeah. Um, so if maybe if we can think of something else to swap in, we'll do that soon. One hundred percent. The alert noise from Metal Gear Solid when they see you. That little what? You know, pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Pretty short, but we'll work on it. (laughs) That's what she said. Uh, All right. That's going to wrap her up. Derek, where can everybody find you at? You can find me on Twitter. You'll notice I haven't been saying Twitch anymore because, guys, I just I don't really stream anymore. It's just not. That's that's fine. It's not in my wheelhouse wheelhouse anymore. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Gloom MD. That's D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. I'm sure on uh, my pee break, we already plugged our The Cynical Nerd Twitter, uh, where we're actually finally, after six months, uh, being active. So, you know, as Scott said, any um, meme made about an Academy Award winning movie, you can probably assume was me. Fair. Scott, how about you? Where can everybody find you at? I'm just real bummed that Derek's not streaming anymore. Yeah, it'll happen again one day, I'm sure. But, you know. Mm hmm. He's got to prepare. He's got things coming up. Yeah. yeah. Like a human, human yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be all covered in that gross shit when he comes out. Ugh. Yeah. Well, at least it won't be yeah. in four separate jars. I'll have that going for it. <laughs> oh, true. True. You're already coming out on top a little bit. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And it won't chase me down a hallway and give me nightmares. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Can we talk about Ugh, how that, that was the fucking scariest part of the game, right? Just terrible. Oh my God, Just yeah. the worst. I saw a meme that said, remember Sink Baby from PT? Well, this is him now. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I saw that. Too. Don't you feel old? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch and Facebook Gaming. I'm Swearwolf with an E. That's S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. And I'm probably going to stream Resident Evil Village at least a few more times through and just be a, a slut for achievements. Mm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays. I am still streaming on the reg, however, to no one recently. It's been very quiet. That's okay, boys. We stream because we love it. Stream, or I stream because I love you it. stream to me. <laughs> so, yeah, to you, to some other people to me sometimes. sometimes. Now, I, I, yeah, we were talking about it in chat earlier. I just, I like to have a, a potential audience even to bounce things off of. So I'm just going to play whatever I want. Unfortunately, that means sometimes it might not be fun to watch. But if you want to stop in and have a fucking chit chat, 
come out and fucking chit chat. The other the other on. day, I jumped in and I said something to you, and you responded to me. And then, uh, like I was just like getting ready to go to bed, and you asked me a question right as I hit X to close oh, out. No. And I was like, I should go back in and answer his question, and I was like, Nah, he'll, he'll forgive me. <laughs> I mean, forgiven. All right, thank totally you. Forgiven. Uh, this has been episode thirty. I think we already had an agreement on the thumbnail. Uh, I think it was going to be a Lady D yeah. thirst meme. We haven't thought of a title yet. We're going to have to think of one. I liked episode okay. 30. I, I, I'm into that. I think think that might so be the... Is it going to be episode 30 colon thirsty? 30 thirsty? Thirsty thirsty Thursday? 30 Thir thirsty, 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 thirsty thirsty? It is. Uh, we'll spitball this off thirsty. stream. Or, yeah. yeah, off stream. Off podcast. Boys, uh, thanks for hanging out. It's been a fucking joy as always. I'll see you next time. See you then. Chris Redfield's got a cock like a Duraflame log.